Hey there, you're listening to You Still Going On About That with Rob Israel and Joseph K. You can find us anywhere you can download podcasts. You could also find us on Instagram, Twitter, and Facebook at YSGOAT. Thanks for listening. I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? All right, Joseph. It is April 6th, and it's 9.46 p.m., right? Yeah. 9.46 p.m.? Somewhere. Somewhere. You're not going to argue with me about this? (laughs) No, because it's theoretically 9.46 somewhere, as it is also 8.46 somewhere, as it is also 7.46. Where I'm sitting, it's 10.46 p.m. I only can see what I can see, Mm. and I have no ability to understand other people's uh like time permanence time right now. i have no what they call that object permanence yeah. like once somebody is out of my view they just poof and disappear i was reading an article today about borderline personality disorder and this person claimed that they they have a diminished sense of object permanence and i was like i don't think what does that, that mean I, I, exactly i was like i don't think you know what object permanence means <laughs> they were saying basically they were trying to say that like they forget people exist when they're not there i guess like figuratively there are a lot of people like that out there yeah just, they, right. they usually those are the best people those are the best people for like high positions and companies yeah right yeah that they're like hey buddy how you doing and then like you vanish and they never think about you yeah. until you somehow end up in front of their face again right Who's that again? That's one of our drones in Sector 4B. That's one of our drones. That's your son. Yeah. That's Baron. It's mom. It's Baron. It's Baron. Baron. Yeah, his name's Baron. <laughs> um, yes, it's 947, but where you are, it's like I don't know. 1847. Yeah, 1847. <laughs> no, it's Backwards it is uh of Texas. 10, 1047. Um and uh yeah, we got we got a full slate tonight. Well, I just wanted to get this out of the way. You know, I was gonna talk about it earlier, but like, you know, just talk about you you know, we talk a lot about like Texas news over the years because yeah. well, one we're both in Texas, but now right. that I bring in and I moved and I cannot classify myself as a Texan. I lived there for almost nine years. By default, I'm a Texan. Like, yeah, yeah, I guess. Sure, sure, why not? Yeah. I mean, yeah, I grew up in Long Island and lived there <laughs> until I was like 30 and then lived in Chico for like five years. But I would say my formative years of uh, <laughs> mid 30s, yeah. mid, mid to late 30s and mid almost mid 40s, you know, that's your, that's the that's the most growing years of a person, right? right. That's your salad you, days. Yeah, yeah, you know, that's where you're, <laughs> that's how it works, right? When you were green uh, in judgment, yeah. Yeah, um, that was in Texas. And uh, so a lot of new, you know, we always talk about all the wacky ideas the politicians in texas would come in uh wacky mm-hmm. is of course a nice way to yeah uh cover for absolutely archaic disgusting ghoulish laws that were put in place i've actually been out of touch with texas politics in the past couple of weeks i don't really pay attention i'm sure it's still a uh fire pit of hell uh when it comes I don't to know. it's about the same i would say you know the well then it's a fire pit of hell <laughs> Well, the weird news is that the last few polls have shown uh, Beto running a point or two behind Abbott. 
and like in, in I have to sign that crank up the suppression laws. well the other thing is that yeah they in the off election cycle like in the in the midterms that they threw out like one out of every eight ballots and that, those were with like experienced voters those are the hardcore voters that really know the ins and outs of voting like how to do it cool so ones, the ones that they get the b-side records exactly I mean? they're like they get, they're, the, they get the european editions and the japanese exactly reports. so it's hard to say well, it's hard to say like what this is going to look like in a big election and it's i i think like in a lot of ways they've used a a pretty blunt instrument to suppress the vote and it it seems like it just as would likely hurt them i don't know it, it'll be interesting it's not the right I'll word definitely, even though obviously i don't live there anymore i'm definitely going to want to watch those debates yeah i kind of hope beto just rips abbott a new one yeah i don't think he's gonna hold that i don't think he's gonna hold back i don't think i don't think abbott's gonna it's, show it, up frankly. i bet you yeah i bet or it, i mean how many do they usually do mm, i think three i bet they'll just be one could be uh, you yeah. know, and that's kind of what happened with ted cruz and uh beto they had one debate beto mopped the floor with him yeah. and then beto uh what was it uh ted cruz used the Kavanaugh hearing yeah it's an excuse not to do one. right right and i think the last one was just some like town hall so it wasn't even really in a debate like it wasn't a real debate so ba ted cruz was able to slither out of doing three debates yeah and i bet you I, yeah who knows abbott might just chicken out of all three yeah i don't think he'll i don't think he'll debate um more and more republicans just want no part of that they don't want to participate in democracy i mean yeah. they, they, they don't that's it you know um, well, I, uh, you know, I, now that I live in Colorado, I have to start paying attention to local news in Colorado, bring a little more, you know, yeah. Colorado flavor, you know, I mean, we talk about all these other stories and I just, you know, I, I can't talk about this, this really, uh, this story that's going to affect everyone. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Coloradans can't get high on Mike Tyson's ear shaped edibles. <laughs> All right, so Mike Tyson uh, is a boxer. He might be famous for the video yeah. game uh, or even the Mike Tyson Mysteries on Cartoon Network, I don't know if you ever <laughs> saw that. Uh, which was actually kind of fun. Uh, it was like a joke, like almost like a joke on a Hannibal Barrow type cartoon. Oh, that's funny. Yeah. Uh, well, he got real I famous with the I think Norm Macdonald played a pigeon. Oh, um, God. Because he loves pigeons, Mike Tyson. Yeah. Yeah, I read his book. I he used to... That's, yeah. He got his start in um, Bed-Stuy in New York by flying pigeons and stuff. He used to race I always like that Mike Tyson was like a variant of Michael Jackson. Like, <laughs> they had very similar voices. Yeah. And, except like not in appearance <laughs> or size, like a variant, like a, like a Loki when the Loki yeah, show. That's funny. Showed different Loki variants. And they had one variant in the background, which was not on the show. It was like almost like a Hulk-like Loki. Yeah, yeah. And that's kind of like what Mike Tyson is. Like he's like a, he's a like Hulk. a Hulk. Yeah, yeah. Hulk like, Michael Jackson. <laughs> yeah, because <laughs> but somehow still has the same voice. That's funny. Okay, so Mike Tyson year many years ago, yep. post I think this yeah this was post prison. It Mike was. Tyson had a match with Evander Holyfield. Yep. 
and Mike Tyson bit off a chunk of Vander Holyfield's ear. Yeah. Which was, I don't think you're allowed to do that in boxing. I think that might no. be a maneuver. Well, this was Mike Tyson's comeback. And even in the, the oh, press conference, well, in the press conference leading up to the fight, he was saying all sorts of crazy stuff like he was going to eat him. Yeah, I'm going to eat your family or something. I mean, he was literal. He wasn't fucking kidding. Yeah. He's like, well, I'm going to eat you. I remember. <laughs> I'm not Billy. I read Mike Tyson's book. I've always had like weird mixed feelings about Mike Tyson. I mean, obviously he's done some horrible things. Um, and he was I was so much fun in the hangover. Come he on, was. Man. Well, his book was like, <laughs> he wrote this book called undisputed and it was the story of his life. And he was like, he, he had like a shitty childhood. His, his dad was absent. His mom was like kind of a prostitute. Oh yeah. He came from like nothing. Yeah, and he had a terrible, obviously, like you said, he had a terrible speech impediment, and he used to wear these big, thick glasses, and he said he was bullied relentlessly for years. You know, people, Yeah, it's like hard to believe that, right? Yeah, but he was like a twerpy little kid, and then one day out of the blue, he, he beat the hell out of some kid, and people stopped bullying him, and then he started doing boxing, and that kind of he, like... Uh, he, he, his fist went right through the kid's head well some kid took his if if you're to believe his autobiography some kid took his glasses his um uh glasses eyeglasses and took them and put them down a car's gas tank like oh, shoved him in, yeah and uh and they, he had no money and he was like he wasn't going to be able to see for like months because he couldn't afford new glasses and he went home crying and then the next day he saw the kid shopping at like a Woolworths with his mom and Tyson just beat the fuck out of the kid. Like in, in front the, of the mom. Yeah. And the That's mom awesome. was wailing and the, and Tyson was just like destroying him. And then afterwards he got hooked up with like um, some like local gangsters. He started flying, he collected pigeons for him. He'd be the one that would like haul the pigeons around the, the city or whatever. Um, That's so weird. Yeah, it was a it's a great book. It, it and one like, of them sound like Norm Macdonald. I don't know. I don't remember that part. But it's a legitimately great book. And as a result, I've always had kind of like these soft spots for Tyson, you know, because all right, well then he bit some dude's ear off. <laughs> well, that's not the worst thing he did. No, no. Well, there, yeah, there was a I remember they're not he, gonna make a gummy for why he went to jail. No, that would be a, no. be a weird, that'd be an odd-shaped gummy. But I, yeah, I just think it's funny that. Like that Tyson, it's like one of those weird things where it's now it's like two, three, almost like two and a half. I don't know how many years ago that was. Like was that in the nineties? Uh, I worked for the state of Florida. That was over twenty years ago because it was the bite. Yeah, I'll yeah. bet you it was in ninety six, maybe. So it's like now. So he's been really big into weed and has had a cannabis company for years and he said it's yeah. done a lot of help for him it's calmed him down over the years i think you know whatever he's turned it sure. his company he sells it and colorado of course being the first state to legalize weed yeah uh, other states are legalizing it but obviously colorado is going to be probably one of the bigger markets in the country uh and mike tyson decided to sell ear gummy ears with a bite taken out which is adorable uh you know it, it definitely uh, ju uh juvenile uh what's the right word uh 
you know, makes it more whimsy. Uh, yeah. yeah, yeah. Chewing off another well, man's beer and our rage monster. Uh, I just like to know, well, one thing. Does Evander Holyfield get a piece of the action? Right. Because I, I would think that if I were Evander Holyfield, I'd be like, hey, buddy, that's my fucking ear. Yourself. Yeah. Um, so I guess there's a law in Colorado. 2016 state law prohibits marijuana edibles from being shaped like humans, animals, fruit, or other objects that would attract children. Oh, that makes sense okay. Because that makes more dummies, sense. And according to the Colorado Marijuana Enforcement Division, Holyfield's chomp deer is just too damn attractive. <laughs> yeah. Well, when vegan, you first said that, I was like, why is that a law? Yeah, but yeah, that makes sense now. The vegan ear-shaped edibles are directly applicable to the law banning human body part shapes yeah. according to MED. I just think that's really funny. I, I think the problem right out the gate is that, like, it is like a natural looking red gummy. Like it doesn't use like red dye, right. you know, whatever that fucking glowing M&M yeah. color, <laughs> but more like, you know, like uh, you ever seen like tricks now? Mm. Trick cereal. Like, oh, they yeah, use, like yeah. natural colors. Oh, so everything's just this like land. Like it doesn't, you know, oh, get weird. cool, like radioactive colors anymore that tricks have because yeah. General Mills decided not to use dangerous food dyes anymore. That's funny. They, they sucked all the fun out. But when I don't think I've dyes, seen. Yeah, I don't think I've seen uh, tricks. So everything, if you see tricks now, unless a law changed and they're like, bring back the radiation. Right. Uh, the colors are very muted now in comparison to what they looked like 20 years ago, where they were like fun and bright with like. Yeah, stuff. I ate tricks as a kid, and they did. Yeah, they were well. They were kids. They turned the milk like <laughs> just in right? case you know it makes sense. They were the kids, They're, right? Like colors and everything. My my kid doesn't eat cereal, and if she does, it's like Cheerios or something. Uh, so I haven't seen tricks in a while, but yeah, you all the yeah. I haven't had I, my son never cared for it, so we don't get it. But I in the past I've seen it. They like I said, they you don't oh. get the fun bright colors. So I'm yeah. wondering that's probably why he went with like the more muted berry but i would say the color of the ear of the ear candy is not far off from the yeah african man's uh african (laughs) right it's based on now i think if these ear well i guess it would probably be more attractive to kids if they were green and blue and purple and yellow. regardless i thought that was funny like i said we talk a lot about some texas news yeah, yeah. I figured it's time to start. Colorado news. Yeah. I need to some local. I need to find some local news. And, Call it local, uh, local color. Yeah. Yeah. Some loco colo. Colorado. <laughs> Co- lo- loco colo. That's funny. Will be the segment now. Yeah. And unlike uh, Joseph's news from the tire fire. <laughs> tire fire. Yeah. That's funny. Oh. Yeah, wow. I bet Abbott chickens out. No way he'll. I just, I just don't see him doing. Unless it. he's like mop. Yeah, uh, these guys don't. They don't need to do election. They, they don't have to have fair elections. Well, anymore. they're they're. I mean, like Beto, or if and I'm I'm very much generalizing here. Often, and this is probably my my problem with them. Democrats will say, "Look, I want to appeal to Democrats." moderates and even some republicans and 
Republicans come in and say, fuck everyone else. I want to talk to the radical fringe of my own party. I just you want know, to like, talk about Hunter Biden's laptop. Yeah, like like by like Beto probably has a message he's crafted that is designed to appeal to some well, Republicans. Because the ideas that he has will benefit yeah. the entire state, which includes right. everyone. It's not an exclusionary exactly policy. While Abbott is running on exclusionary policies. You see that with like, oh, go ahead. I was going to say, you see that with like Tim Ryan running in um, Ohio. He's trying to reach out to Republicans every day. The Republican candidates are not doing the same. They have no reason. They don't need to debate. You know, I think the Democrats should stop. Well, Tim Ryan's more of a conservative Democrat. Mm -hmm. So, of course, he's going to try to appeal more. But I think Democrats should stop doing that. They need to just worry about getting Democrats come out and vote. Mm -hmm. Republicans are going to fucking hate them no matter what. You yeah. can you just have to put out an appealing message, and those out, outliers that tend to vote Republican, they'll come to you. Yeah, yeah. I mean, yeah. if your message is to try to constantly get Republicans, all you're going to do is make some Democrats not care about voting for you, and I don't know. And Republicans, most of them will never vote for you because you're you're like a We'll say you're like a soulless baby killer in the, yeah. a pizza place, yeah. the basement in the pizza place that uh, raped kids or something. And I'm not even joking. No, <laughs> like, no, it's, it's well, we'll be talking. What are we going to talk about, Jesse? Yeah, that that actually kind of is on our our radar for that. We're going to talk about Moon Knight, the uh, the second episode of the new Disney show. Um, oh, you mean the Groomer Network, <laughs> Donald Trump Jr. Yeah, and Jack Posobiec. Uh, um. We're going to talk about a little bit about Severance, which you finally gotten a chance to uh, catch up on. I'm caught up. I, all eight episodes. There's one more this week. Show yep. is awesome. Oh, it's so good. Uh, Elon Musk purchasing a stake in Twitter. 9% or 9.2. Yeah. It's not, a, I mean, yeah, all right, we'll, we'll go ahead, Wells. Um, I, I, I briefly, and this will go along with the Twitter thing, the, the preponderance of uh, right-wing kind of pro-Russia Twitter accounts that I, I seem to see a lot of. Um, we're talking oh, they're about this, all over social media. I see those on Instagram too. Yeah, yeah. They, they, uh, they thrive on all platforms. It's great. Uh, we're talking about the uh, Supreme Court votes. Uh, and then the big, I guess the, one of the bigger things we're going to talk about is the Republican the Republican pedo grooming network. Uh, <laughs> their whole shtick with that, you know. And, and um, Yeah, that's weird. And, and, weird but then like Accusing everyone that they don't like of being whatever they're saying, while at the same time, Tennessee and I'm sure several other Republican-backed states, yeah, are good. Well, Tennessee just basically put in a thing that will legalize child brides, basically. Yeah, it's real bizarre. And, and these rules usually are: old men can marry a child. I mean, a, a female <laughs> yeah. I mean, that's usually what that means exactly. Uh, yeah. So we'll get into that. Right, um, the uh, Oklahoma abortion law uh, that just went into effect a day or two ago. Yeah, that's crazy. And then I think we're going to finish up with um, two grifters, uh, Marjorie Taylor Greene and um, Kyle Rittenhouse, just some kind of miscellaneous nonsense regarding them. And then that'll be that. They are miscellaneous nonsense. They are. They really are. They're all so. miscellaneous nonsense. All right. Yeah. All right. Cool. So let's talk about uh, Moon Knight. Moon Knight. And I think it's interesting to talk about Moon Knight and Severance. 
Yeah, I agree. Cool. <clears throat> well, we'll get it. So Moon Knight, like, it's about, like, a guy realizing he's multiple people or yeah. whatever. He's not in control of his faculties. Well, Severance is an interesting show about duality, but, like, with a lot of, uh, what you said, like, a lot of thematic stuff that's also in that movie, Us. Yeah. I think yeah. Severance does a better job of it. That <laughs> us was us had good ideas, but I don't think it was executed right. It, yeah, it just, I agree. It, it, the points didn't get across too much, or it didn't. I don't know. It didn't hit home. The idea was there, it didn't hit home. But I think Severance really captures that whole, like what us was hoping to capture. But let's go into Moonlight episode two. This episode was called "Summon the Suit." Yes, and that's literally what happened. It's right. the funniest. It's actually really funny. So spoil, we're going to spoil episode two yep. of Moon Knight. So there's a scene where, well, you're introduced to Mark Spector's wife or ex-wife. Yeah, I Layla. Uh, I get, or just, I mean, Mark Spector's supposed to be been missing. You find out in the first episode that Mark Spector has been missing for months, basically. Right. And that his wife been trying to contact him. There's a cell phone that Steve Grant finally picks up or whatever and that's mark specter's wife and she's like i've been trying to get in touch with you for months right so he's been like kind of hiding laying low inside the conscience of steve grant i feel like this episode confuses things a bit in that okay who is is he is steve grant really the guy or is mark specter the guy because steve grant in this episode refers to mark specter as a parasite yeah while in the first episode so the Kanshu character, voiced by F. Murray Abraham. Oh, okay. I, that's cool. where I realized that voice was. It's F. Murray Abraham. He's most famous for the movie Last Action here. And he was in uh, Amadeus. I was making a joke. Yeah. <laughs> because even in Last Action Hero, literally the kid tells Arnold Schwarzenegger's character throughout the movie, you can't trust that guy. He killed Amadeus. <laughs> and Arnold's like, why are you talking about? that's funny and then it was revealed that f murray abraham was the bad guy yeah like i told you we killed amadeus so that was the joke well (laughs) yes he's most famous for amadeus i i agree ck's dad recently yeah oh yeah um it is weird like you you don't know who the real one is after this episode i got the feeling that um that the nebbish Steve was the real person. And that I don't think so. You don't think so? No, I don't. I think he's still a so you find out. So the, I don't know how much they're following the origin, but basically the origin of Moon Knight is that like he was like a someone who he gets killed, yeah. Kanchu brings him back, makes a deal with Kanchu, and he basically becomes like the servant of whatever Kanchu right. and he's Moon Knight. And then there was other personalities involved. In the comics, Steve Grant is actually more like a billionaire playboy character and not a okay. Mikey Nebishi guy. And I think they chose, and I could be wrong, I, I haven't read the recent comics over the years. I just know that Moon Knight has multiple aliases. It's always been like, oh, this is just Marvel's attempt at being ba- doing Batman. Okay. So, of course, having a billionaire playboy, there you go, Bruce Wayne. Right. He also has like this kind of like cabbie persona 
that, which is kind of funny because Batman also has another persona that he uses when he wants to like infiltrate the uh, gangs and he matches Malone. Okay. Yeah. It's, that's like another alias cool. of Bruce Wayne and matches Malone, I think is the name. So oh, it, mercy. These, I mean, the thing is, these publishing companies have been ripping each other off for decades. Marvel, yeah, yeah. I mean, fucking Thanos was just a pastiche of Darkseid. Yeah, I, there are a lot of that. Marvel was able to hit, get Thanos in the in the zeitgeist in the public zeitgeist, like, you know, with the movies. So anytime they try to bring in Darkseid, you're going to see all these morons be like, "It's a rip off of right. Thanos," and it's like, no, it's only predates Thanos by like five years in the comics, yeah, huh. <laughs> or a couple of years. These companies, but, but in the so in the show, I don't know. I don't. I still don't think Steve Grant is the. I think Mark Spector is the main person. The okay. is like maybe he's saying like he tells Steve Grant in the episode they're talking to each other, talks through the mirror. Yeah, and tells him, "Listen, let me just finish this, and I'll be gone." Like meaning like Mark Spector's done. You know, right? Like he died years ago, and he'll just let Steve Grant live on. Who the fuck knows what's going on? Yeah. But then, like, Kanchu is telling him, like, he's going to get his wife to be the next. Right, yeah. Night, which I think is in the comics. I think there is, like, a lady night or something. <laughs> I don't know. I love the whole Harrow, though. He's basically, he kind of knows that Moon Knight, or Steve Brand, when he's talking to him, hears yeah. background and he's like he's saying this and this and this and he's saying that he's like a kind of like a disrespected god or something yeah they said like he said that none of the other gods respect him he's you know that's why he got banished and harrow uh the ethan hawk character basically wants to start his own pre-crime unit you know he wants to do like a minority report thing with this other god in which they kill people before they have the chance to well that's what he's doing with that uh the judgment thing yeah. like in the first episode even though that woman's like wait i'm good and it's like clearly yeah. not not right. according to uh yeah his character is interesting like i said i think it's interesting that they went this guy i'm wondering if he's really a different character because the harrow character again he was just in one issue of one comic in the 80s that's you right you said that two, and and he literally died and it's not exactly this and they said this character is more like this other character they brought in. So I don't know what's going on. We're only two episodes in. Yeah. It's still confusing as fuck. Um, I do like the the whole some the hub. So like summon the suit, summon the suit. So Steve Grant literally summons a suit. Yeah. Because he had no idea what the fuck he meant. He meant like, what do you mean summon the suit? Like you mean the moon? Yeah. He doesn't really know what the Moon Knight suit is. Right. And he summons like. An actual suit yeah so he it's like the mr knight character is basically steve grant's moon knight yeah yeah it's like a it's a moon knight but instead of wearing kind of like a, a combat ninja gear suit he's wearing like an old-fashioned kind of tuxedo like a white tuxedo or something yeah without the jacket or guess yeah. just the i mean it's cool looking yeah, I like the mask. I just think it's funny that like it is. A, I like the whole like, like I said, that's Steve Grant because he was in control when he right. was at Moon Knight. 
but I just love that's how it was created. It's literally just because Steve Brown has no idea what the hell's going on. It he's did, like, fine, you want me to summon the suit? And he literally is wearing a suit. It did have a weird, and I, I wasn't sure I loved it. You know, I'm still not sure I love it. It had kind of a Jim Carrey mask feel to it. Yeah, I know what you mean. I We watched, me and my son watched mask recently yeah some, some of that still holds up pretty good yeah i mean the last cgi work some of it's like atrocious yeah <laughs> but it was basically like a little slapsticky like he like would like fall kind of comically and like get hurt and then pounce back up and like yeah, yeah. do a put him up put him up kind of yeah well when he punched the anubis character it's interesting too because no one can see it and right like, in the beginning of the episode when he's with the guard yeah. And they just, there's nothing there. Yeah. I, I wondered why they chose that. I mean, I guess it makes sense, but like, it just seems like, why would, why is it important that they're invisible to everyone else? You know, what is well, it's that? like a spirit? Yeah. And I guess it does also kind of play into that, you know, is he crazy or not? But we know he's no, not crazy. I mean, I think those things are really there. I don't think he's imagining that. Yeah. Because we saw other people interact with him. Yeah. You know, they couldn't see him, but they could feel him and stuff. Yeah. Uh, I don't know. I mean, it, it was just such a, a weird tone shift because, like, all these, most of these Marvel things on Disney have been pretty serious and, you know, whatever. And, and, this one was like a little slapsticky and like it felt like I couldn't put my finger on the tone they were trying to establish. Like, is this supposed to be kind of a slapstick madcap thing or is it like a real, I don't know. I, I think it's serious. I think this just happened to be more humorous yeah. stuff. But I think it was the episode, I think like next week, like they're in Egypt or something. Yeah. I do like the whole like when he goes to, Steve Rank goes to Harrow and he's like, there's people. And it's like, he's like, oh, you want someone to build soup? Right, like, yeah. so nice to him. And I just find it funny, though, that he, uh, you know, ground up glass and put that in his shoes. <laughs> and he needs a cane to walk. And I'm like, yeah, you know, he probably. Yeah. But it's interesting. So he was like a former agent of Khonshu. Right. And now he serves a different god. So there's rumors that most of these rumors are going to end up being complete bullshit. Yeah, yeah. But they said that, like, you know, people were like, when's the Thor Love and Thunder? Um, when the hell is that going to drop the trailer? Okay. And a lot of people think it might not happen until Moon Knight's over. Because oh. this is, like, the first time Marvel's really introducing the idea of gods. Right, and yeah. Thor Love and Thunder, the main villain is a guy named... I, I'm going to probably screw his name. Gore the God Killer. Okay. Played by Christian Bale. All right. Um, I heard that they're just gonna play the clip of him yelling at the lighting guy, <laughs> right? From that Terminator movie that he was yeah. on. Yeah, they're just gonna play that in the background. Sure. <laughs> no, but uh, but like he literally kills like gods and like supposedly yeah. in Thor: Love and Thunder, we're gonna meet like I think supposedly what's his name Russell, Kurt, what's his name that Australian actor? He was like in Kurt Russell. No, not uh, Kurt Russell. Russell Crowe. Russell Crowe, he's gonna play Zeus. Okay. And, like they're gonna have like Hercules in it. There's gonna be all different other gods. There's gonna be like other Egyptian gods in there. Hmm. And Kanju kind of plays into that. So supposedly, yeah. like that's why they're kind of slowing down releasing that trailer because Moon Knight kind of introduces the whole. Because like 
Thor, they kind of like played it down a bit, the whole God thing, and said like they're really like this weird alien race. Alien race, yeah. That like they're not gods, they don't live forever. Like, right. They live a very, very long life, but they're not, and they're powerful, but they're not like. Right. Humans gods. would perceive them as gods. You right. Know, it would make sense that right. ancient man would think that Thor and them would be actual right. gods. Uh, but supposedly, no, they're introducing the idea of actual gods hmm. in marvel and kanshu i guess is like the first real mentioning of okay. it, an actual and the whole idea of him being like a disrespected exile gun right he's kind of cool looking though right oh like, yeah like, i like how his head's not attached to his body yeah i thought that was kind of cool i like nice touch yeah nice floating heads are the best <laughs> uh it's good i mean again i feel like you know your first episode ended on that you know, it all led up to him turning into Moon Knight in the end and beating up that nudist, and then he kind of looks at the camera and it ends. Yep. And then in the beginning of the episode, you just hear some punching, and then it's back to Steve Grant waking up in bed. But it was really funny when he woke up and ran out of the bed and got yeah. dragged <laughs> yeah. back. That was kind of funny. Yeah. But it's... I felt like it kind of felt like a little bit like they're starting over again. You it know did. What I mean? It did feel like another first episode. And it wasn't until like the last 15, 20 minutes that it kind of picked up. And now I feel like now the show has to be, I think it's going to move quicker, especially in the next episode when they're in a different, it'd be kind of funny if it's just the same shit again. Yeah, that would be funny. Um, No, it wouldn't, it would be awful. (laughs) Yeah, it's good. I mean, it's just a different kind of Marvel show and I like it plenty. I mean, I I was excited to watch this episode. I wasn't disappointed. I think one of the things is like with all the Marvel stuff so far, all of it, with maybe the exception of Guardians Guardians of the Galaxy, I had a really good idea of what was going on. These were all characters I knew. I'd read a lot of the comic books. I, you know, I, I grew up on a lot of them. So you don't need to like fill me in a ton on Thor because I get the basic idea. Same with Captain America. Same with Hulk. I mean, I get it's all like stuff I know. Moon Knight, I had no, I have no idea. He's a little more confusing. I think with the whole like multiple personalities and. Yep. And I never read any of the books. I don't think I've ever, I don't think I've ever read a Moon Knight comic. You know, he may have appeared in a comic I read, but I don't think I ever really read. He's been in teams. Like he was on West Coast Avengers. He was in Defenders. He's been popping up in teams for years. Yeah. But. Yeah. He's always been kind of like an odd character. Like he's definitely more popular than ever because of the show, but. That character, they would make a new series. It would last like 12, 15 issues, and then it would die. I mean, yeah. it, it, it's just the way it is. It's like every couple of years they put on a new series. I think the show, it's either going to make Moon Knight the most popular ever, or they're going to do something. It's going to piss off chuds on the internet, yeah. and all of a sudden it'll be like Miss Marvel over again or some bullshit, you know? Yeah. Just and, uh, what? They just better hope like one of his personalities isn't a woman or something. Oh no! <laughs> or, yeah, yeah. It's one of his personalities is an SJW. Right. It's... Yeah. Uh, one of his personalities likes the Last Jedi. Right. Yeah. Well. Oh, I just want the sad reading of the Last Jedi. Mark Spector's like, don't, don't say that. Shut up. It is. It's a good show so far. Six four seven's gonna put out a video about it. Right. Oscar Isaac is great in it. Um, the supporting cast is real good. I don't I don't know many of them, but um I like I mean, him. well, you know who Ethan Hawke is. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I guess I can consider him really like a support. 
but he yeah, is. I mean, he's, he's the antagonist so far. We don't know who the real antagonist right. is yet. I will say that I, you don't want to cast an actor like Oscar Isaac without the attention of Moon Knight ever showing up in the movies. There's no right. Way. You don't, I'm sorry, you just don't cast. He's a big, I mean, is he he's a, a box office stellar? No, but he's a big name. He's in movies. He's in Star Wars movies. He's been in tons of other movies. He's been lots of like, comp, like he's been, he's an established movie actor. Yeah. So, and he's done some like, you know, I think he's done some cable and stuff like that. But, well, and that might be real. No way in hell that Moon Knight's not going to show up. I mean, obviously, if the show sucks in the end, they might, who knows what they do at Moon Knight, but I, I think they have every. Be- really attractive offer as an actor to play a character like moon knight in the marvel universe because you're right he could he could feature in a movie he'd probably only have to show up for a few days of filming and then that's it you know i mean there's probably yeah. not gonna be a moon knight movie but like Fuck, he might not even have to really even show up to the movie he could yeah. be in the moon knight costume the exactly like i was like, thinking about like the mandalorian recently showing up in yeah. boba fett like I don't know. Did Pascal, what's his name? I think his name is Pascal. Pascal, yeah. I've, I've Did he even have to show up on the set? You know, no, he probably could have just phoned in, like literally phoned in his dialogue. I don't know. I've heard stories that said that like in the first season, he did all of it, supposedly. Yeah, I've heard that. But supposedly in the second season, he didn't do all of it and it's like a little bit noticeable. Huh. But whatever. But yeah, yeah I don't, I just don't think you'd, you, you would not cast this actor to not have the intentions of right. having, might show up in something else like so yeah we'll see i think there's a lot of potential we'll yeah. see where it goes so far it's interesting i like it um i hope it's good yeah me too <laughs> well you said, episodes left speaking of things that are good there is an overlap and you you kind of pointed this out that there's an overlap between moon knight and its kind of duality and this other show we've been watching severance um which is, I, I heard it best described by someone on Twitter. They said it's like if Stanley Kubrick directed The Office, yeah. um, which is a pretty good description. Uh, but it does have a lot of us in it, that Jordan Peele movie, Us. It has, the Moon Knight explores some similar things. And honestly, it reminds me a lot of another TV show that the woman who plays... Oh, I was going to say Dollhouse, which... Um, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, missed. definitely, because Dollhouse was a show where... What was the deal? They would... They, they would basically have, sign uh, up, and they would have personalities implanted in them for... A, they, were, would they, they wouldn't remember any of it. No. Nah. No, nah, they wouldn't. They, they, they were would just go like... On, they could go on, like, a long reconnaissance mission where they're, like... Yep. They're living with someone for like three years. And then they get activated by a phrase, you know. Uh, right. And then that, that personality is like doesn't exist. And that other per- and then that doll, whatever, has no real memory. Yeah. Uh, and then the show, like in the end of the show, because it got canceled, like it only lasted two seasons. But in the end, it showed that like her character, Elijah Gushku, yep. she was like, awakening supposedly like yes. she was realizing she was having memories or something like that yeah and then the other one who was like the main villain the first one played by alan two dicks um alan oh Tudyk. yeah yeah, yeah he yeah. was like the villain where he was kind of in control of all the different personalities or something like that 
like he he was like an escaped doll they called him alpha i think yeah Yeah, and he had like access to all his memories or different so it made him more like picked up on things and um so severance is basically it sounds like when you think about it it's like if you told someone hey you work here nine to five come in and you don't have to take any of your work home with you you don't think about it yep go in the elevator you come out you don't remember any of the day you sever you basically sever yourself from work you just you work it, it and some people like if you just take away the part of like you know the fact that you lose like eight hours yeah. eight or nine hours of your day it's almost like you're getting free money right and you, know, and you can just work on do your passions and <clears throat> whatever just fuck off you don't have to do anything you know sounds great and but in reality you are now in this office and you're isolated you're only with a few people and you never leave as far as you know yeah your other self does no clue about anything except for what they're told mm-hmm. i love when they tell you things about yourself yeah. it's complete bullshit like in the earlier episodes they tell Totoro about himself yeah none of it was true it was uh, complete horse shit they're like you are everyone loves you you are a pillar of your community like right it's like the weirdest thing. And then you find out John Kira's character is like this lonely old guy. But he's also a like a painter and he's into motorhead. Yo, he's yeah, like, ace of spades. Is what he yeah, is. he's like the office, like in the uh in the office, he's like the stern, like follows yep. rules. He's like like the older guy works in yeah. the office and like he's super serious and then outside the office the guy clearly like went to punk shows for years and like uh is a painter and you wouldn't he's totally right. different like it's funny the woman who coincidentally the woman who tells the innies that miss casey she was uh one of the leads in dollhouse yes that's yeah. right yeah and she, she was in a couple other she was in another show recently where she would get new bodies i forgot what that was called it was yeah and, I, uh, oh, altered carbon. Yeah, yeah. Where they had like a disc, and you could get put them in new that, bodies. Right. Yeah, that is also a similar type of right. But you yeah. would retain your memories. You right. Would, your the ship would just go into different bodies. Yeah. That show was okay. The first season I thought was really good. The second season I feel like I don't know. Like I did not different... watch the second season, but yeah, I liked Anthony Mackie played the new body. That's right. Yeah. It just but the show itself just wasn't. I don't know. Like, I felt like the first one had like a bigger picture. I mean, the second season, I don't. It didn't land. It just wasn't as good. Yeah. Uh, I thought the first season was like amazing. Um, but yeah, she was like the bad guy in that one. That woman. That's she right. Yeah. Spoilers, though. I mean, we're spoiling the show. We're eight episodes in. Yeah. End of seventh episode. So the main character, uh, what's the actor's name? Adam Scott. Adam Scott, who's you probably remember from Parks and Rec, and yep. Step Brothers and a bunch of other stuff. Yeah, Party he's Down. real good. Party Down. Party Down yeah. was a great show. <laughs> he plays a guy whose like wife was supposedly killed a couple of years ago. Yeah, and he signed up to work in the office, thinking that it would help. But yep. it's like he he does, like we talked about this. He said like you don't really. It almost would be better if he worked. He would at least be able to like escape from it. But instead, he goes to this thing. He disappears. He comes back home, and then he just gets drunk or doesn't. Yeah. Like, so he's not really 
it's not good what he's doing. It's not no, good for it's not at all. To get over his dead wife. But there's lots of weird shit about the company. Yep. Awful party. Yeah. Well. Yep. Some weird shit with the, like, it's very culty. It's almost like yeah. a cult company. Um, it's weird, too, because it's like your other self hasn't doesn't really know things. It's an interesting thing because it's like you don't know anything, but like you still retain the ability to walk and talk. I'm assuming go to the bathroom yeah. on your own. Like you retain some things. You're not a complete baby, but you don't really know anything. Like you have no like, and they have these like weird tasks they give them. Like their job yep. is to, like identify numbers that make them angry or something. Yeah, well, they apparently there's different things because uh, Mark says to Helly once, "Well, we can we can focus on a different group of numbers, you know, happy numbers or whatever." But basically, it's like they're playing Minesweeper all day, and they just aggregate. They, they look at numbers that kind of float by in a grid and then it's never explained, but they say you, you'll see a pattern and then you pull those numbers, click and cut and paste them into a trash can, basically. She uh, basically wins the video game in that one scene. Yeah. And, and then all of a sudden there's that like Sega Genesis type ending <laughs> yeah. where like the owner is like, I love you. And then he flies off and it's just does, so weird. His pixel art. He basically does a poochie. He's like, yeah, well, there are, yeah. other people need me. And he flies. Yeah, I gotta away. go. My people need me. It is super odd. Yeah. Um, Patricia Arquette plays like a, a, one of the leads or whatever you want to call it. Like a, yeah. like a mid-level boss or whatever. Yep. Um, not exactly an executive, I guess, or whatever the head of the floor or yeah um i love that woman that she works under who just smiles at her while tell like she smiles as she tells you horrible things yeah <laughs> like she suck and smile while she does it it's um, really but, uh, the, the whole show is so unsettling well it's crazy because it's like then you find out spoilers again yeah the show is on apple plus yeah what's it called apple? i think it's called apple tv plus oh yeah i think it's called apple prime tv hulu plus right uh crunchy roll apple flicks <laughs> apple flicks tim apple it's called tim, <laughs> it's called tim apple tim apple over here guys it's got a new show out it's called servants <laughs> that's my favorite show yeah new cheeseburger uh, so, well um so you you find out that his boss is his neighbor, yeah. the old lady, and I he doesn't know that. Like, I think she likes him. It's kind of weird seeing Patricia Arquette in this role because, like, I feel like they're making her. I mean, I'm sure she is the age that she's supposed to be yeah. an actor, but she comes off more like like the neighbor, like she's some old lady living next door. Yeah, like Patricia Arquette's not old. <laughs> But no, but they like two years older than Adam Scott. I mean, they paint on. her out to be like a, a much older woman. And um, there's just all sorts of weird stuff that's going on. And like, it's real hard. One of the one of the coolest things about the show and one of the most difficult things is that you can't trust what you see. You know, like they, they established real early on that like these the people have chips in their head that alter their perceptions. They could also, if they wanted to, the severed person yeah. in the office, your person in your office, if they got a hand in a way, they could probably wipe out 
that and yeah. then just restart the and the person who goes to work would never even know the difference right well my that's my theory on irv late in the season you see irv painting this doorway yes over and over again he paints the retirement the, yeah like, yeah it's the door that you eventually that that's what kills the inning you know when they walk through the door they no longer exist and so my guess is that irv has been his any self has been like killed and reborn dozens of times well there's also this whole like subconscious thing like throughout the show you see irv which is a john Turturro character yep sees the walls coming in and it's all black goo, yeah. like venom or something just all coming in and it's like it's like the shining or something yeah yeah it's like it's just crazy i'm like what the fuck's going on but it's like the subconscious because he sees that and then his Audi self, it's just one Indian Audi because like yeah. stuff. The Audi does these paintings specifically with black paint. Yeah. And it's like the two subconscious, like they're both, and it just shows you that they're you. That what's in the office is you too. Yeah. This chip is just unnaturally separating you for eight hours. But in reality, your subconscious is telling you like like your experience yeah. it's like they show that too like they have that therapy with that woman who was in uh dollhouse like you said yeah um and scott's character he goes through it and he is sculpting his character in the office who has no clue about his outside self is sculpting the tree that supposedly his wife got crashed into and yeah died. yeah and it's like why is he doing that it's because it's subconsciously right still the same person but it's also kind of fucked up because it's like your the Audi self, depending, takes for granted the they're trying to like just not give a shit and they take for granted their work self. So there's Christopher Walkins in the show, who yeah. I feel like I haven't seen him in a while and things. Right. Yeah, like, me neither. So much stuff and I haven't seen him in something in a while. But he should he works in the art department or something, but it's like really weird. It's like, what do these guys do? And he kind of develops a relationship with John Turtle's character. Yeah. And I almost thought maybe they were gonna imply that like they were actually like you know gay married outside right. the office and that like subconsciously they were just like i don't know if that's the case yet they haven't as of right now yeah we don't know got, you only start jumping to character they mostly focus on adam scott's character out of the office you haven't really yeah. seen the other people except for john Turturro. um what's the guy's name the the guy dylan that guy's we know name. dylan has a kid yeah that one scene and he like loses it because he's like what yeah because he could be, that's where you learn that they can trigger their outside self. They have the ability to do an overtime thing. and the Overtime contingency. They yeah. could have the outside self take over if they wanted to. Yeah. But the Christopher Walken character is retiring out of nowhere. And probably a forced retirement, whatever. And there's a party. And they have the video. Of the real Christopher Walken. Of the real Chris Walken's character. And it's like the character, the guy really doesn't give a shit no yeah <laughs> he's like good job man all right am i done with this video yeah and it's odd because it's like he's you yeah you've been there all this time if he gets hurt you get hurt if right. he bumps his head you come home with a bump with a letter saying hey you bumped your head yeah it's absolutely crazy but it it does play off with the whole like social dynamic of things and the hierarchy where it's like taking advantage it's like you're taking advantage of yourself you're not even realizing it. it's like he has 
He's like, yeah, good job, man. Thanks for doing all that work. Thanks for paying my well, bills. It Guy is. It's, who is also me. It's like a lot of people go to work and they subject themselves to things that they would never wish upon themselves. You know, like I met, like this is a kind of a, a broad exaggeration, I suppose, but like a, a guy who like a, a service worker who like waits tables or whatever, and he takes shit from customers like for eight hours and he's miserable and all he wants yeah. to do is leave. And then he gets home. And if someone were to talk to him like that in his whole life, he'd lose his shit. You know, he's like, you can't talk to me that way, but he, he willingly puts himself through that at work because he has to, you know, it's like a weird comment on work. Also, the, it's a comment too on literally separating yourself from your work. You know, there's some people who do not have that ability. Right. There's some people who will, you won't even know that you won't even know that what you can be working with someone for like two decades and may know nothing about the personal life. Yeah. The person does just goes to work they talk about some things but doesn't tell you like oh yeah i have like four kids at home or right. you know it's like the guy jerry in parks and rec yeah uh, he's married to christy brinkley on, and then you find out later on it's like he has this amazing home he's married to christy brinkley yeah. and his daughters he's beloved by the community right he's this and he doesn't bring any of that to his job he has a yeah. shitty job and the and the man it's really and then i love when he becomes the mayor and yeah that's yeah by default too like some weird default and then he's mayor for life i don't know if you saw that episode he ends up being oh. mayor for like another 40 years oh, so like on, the last episode's so good um so yeah it kind of plays off of that it is like you know that's always been the thing about like black mirror episodes they yeah they're an exaggeration, but they're really not. Like that episode about like uh, the one that has Bryce Dallas Howard, where she's like trying to get like oh credit, cloud uh, yeah social, social media credit. yeah that would help her get a house. But it's like that's called a credit score. Yeah, I mean, it already exists. It's pretty, yeah, it's just distorted in this reality. Severance, it's like the same thing. They try to always say, don't bring your home life into your work life. Yeah, so, you know, there's people who have. Have a duality where you know some people who just are themselves at work and at home and they're no different. And then there's some people, like I said, you would never fucking yeah. know. You would never know that that person has like 20 bodies in his basement. You just wouldn't know. Right. And well, until you find out you're 21 and then it's too late. Yeah. <laughs> you know, well, you're like, oh, I didn't know he was a Serial killer, you know, he's a lot yeah. more interesting than I thought. Right, he's got, he's got some quirks. Um, I'll tell you, I Severance to me has been probably my favorite show in a long time. Um, I've thought about it a lot. I there's nothing about it that I really have any criticism over. The music is perfect, the sets are perfect, all the dialogue like comes back later on. Like it it it's so tightly written and developed. Petey. Petey, Petey, yeah, he's the best. Petey, he uh shows up. You find well, you find out in the beginning, Helen is that her name, Helen? Yeah, is Petey's replacement, right? And they always have like the photo, like the photos of the four of them. Like, in a way, it's like weird because it's like their world is so small, those are the only people they know, and that's yeah. their life. And Pete, and then you find out about Petey. Uh, like he supposedly was able to get out of the office or something. They like, said, yeah, he quit or something. There's like some doctor that like 
because one of the guards gets killed. The guy, not a guard, but he's like one of the head of security, yeah, head of security, whatever. That doctor, that ex doctor, like kills him, and they're the like, um, but Pete, I don't, yeah, how did he get out, Pete? Pete, well, the, Petey wanted to reverse the severance process, and somehow he got permission to do it, and it didn't quite work. And yeah, he, he was like his brain was <laughs> he was having like a seizure or something and yeah he was basically like <laughs> he would phase in and out of his innie self and outie self and he couldn't tell the time and it wasn't even in chronological order like he would experience like an event from like yesterday as if it were today it was like a real it was portrayed as a very terrifying thing Adam- and yeah, Adam Scott's character goes to the funeral. Yeah. Even though Adam Scott just met Petey like for a couple of days before Petey died. And the daughter's there and the wife, ex-wife. I don't know if it's ex-wife. I don't know if wife, but the yeah. daughter's there. And I love that they she's in this punk band and they have the uh, a song about Lumen, the right. company. I love that like building up that world, how bad Lumen is as a company. It's like if Elon Musk got like his way with the Neuralink, that's something like, yeah. something like Lumen would be. Um he uh she says to him, like, well, you didn't really know him. Right. Because you don't you're you didn't. And well, your your Annie only knew what he was in the office. It's a weird comment too, though, on like work friends you know i mean like sometimes well, that too yeah like you could be work with someone again for like many years and you know you go to lunch with them too whatever but like you may never see them outside of work yeah and it's a weird relationship because it's like outside of work like the real relationships are the ones outside of work but some people no the relationship it's just whoever yeah it's whoever they're with but there's some people who have very rich lives outside of work and they don't yeah. care. And it's a weird dynamic on relationships too. Yeah. Uh, it's actually kind of funny. Another Parks and Rec reference. Um, there's an episode where, um, what's his face? The guy who also had a duality. He had a, a he was- Oh, Ron. A, Ron Swanson was yeah. a spirit jazz musician named yeah. Silver. <laughs> I always love that. That was but he great. Talks, he, that was so good. He had a secret where he was like this huge. That guy's so funny. Sometimes he is he's so funny. Like he just he uh his character. He's made, he's talking about like because he's just like this guy who's like whatever. He's, he doesn't need to go out and make a ton of friends. He doesn't care. He doesn't give a shit. Yeah. But he's talking about. He's like I worked with this guy for like ten years. Sat next to each other. We said like two words to each other. Yeah. He was my best friend. <laughs> he gave him exactly what he wanted. It was like the perfect friend for him. I um, saw the other day, March 31st was the day Ron Swanson, you know, he never liked to have meetings with people. He didn't want to talk yeah. to any. He, it was the day he had 68 meetings scheduled in one day. And it was because April, whenever anyone would ask for a meeting with Ron, she would schedule it for March 31st because she didn't think there was a March 31st. Oh, that's so funny. Uh, it was like a twenty nine. Yeah, she thought it was 30th. like there was only 30 days of March. And so one day, Ron had like 68 meetings scheduled. <laughs> I remember when they 
like get their de- office redone. Like, yeah, yeah. Like upper management does something, and they make Ron Swanson's desk actually this like oh, round desk. Yeah, and it was like real <laughs> hell for him. Like, he couldn't spin around. <laughs> the worst person to have to be out in the open for everyone to see is yeah. him. Um, well, Severance some other is... things in the show before we move on. Yeah, yeah. I mean, fuck it. We can spoil it. We have one episode left, man. Oh, it's, I'm so excited. So there's this character named Helen, and you don't you don't know anything about her her life outside. Like the guy, what's his name again? The guy with the beard? Dylan. Dylan's the best. I love that actor. I've seen that guy. He's, in great, so many yeah. He's the guy in uh, Master. Uh, what is it? Master Kung Fu. Uh, Shang Chi. Oh. He's the guy who's uh, on the bus and he oh, says okay. like, "Hey, I'm I've taken a couple karate classes, so I'm gonna yeah rate this." Match. I didn't realize that. Okay. Yeah, he's that. He's also in Spider Man. He's like the guy who tells him the. He's like works as a hot dog vendor. I think in Homecoming. He's like, "Yeah, go get a Spider Man." But he's been in tons of stuff. He was on this great show. Uh, about this comedian on HBO who I forgot the name of the actor. He plays this guy who's like a Christian upbringing, very religious upbringing. Oh. And he was like married and he finds out the wife cheats on him. And he's like an up and coming comedian. It's all about himself, like trying to distance himself from oh. his religion and like go, deals with the comedy world. And that yeah, guy yeah. played his manager. Huh. It. And it, well, so, he's great. He's really he's great. He's in this. Very this funny. is probably the, most i've seen him in a role like he usually plays like a funny character does a couple of lines like never like not as much in this like yeah because he has some serious moments in this i said i said to leo like we're watching them like you know he's supposed to be like the office like the kind of the dick over sex jerk in the office and i said i bet you outside the office he's like sweet has a son right and like he's just he like, always thinks his Audi is like banging milfs or something like that. <laughs> he has like finger traps, which is like the funniest yeah. thing. They're coveted um, as fuck. They're coveted. What he says, they're coveted as fuck. There's yeah, finger I know, the finger trap thing makes me crack up. And the waffle party. Uh, I, I'm not gonna spoil the waffle party for you guys. You have to watch the show, find out what a waffle party is. Very fucking weird. Definitely yeah. standing Kubrick shit well, right there. It it is a reenactment of a painting we saw earlier in the oh, season yeah. yeah 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 the thing with the paintings is so weird so like chris walken's character works in the department there's also these weird conflicts where chris walken like kind of says like oh there's only one person i work with but then you find out no he has like a full department yeah. of, like six people or something and it's just like it's so weird it's like they don't want the departments to interact with each other which makes sense because then they can control you and they, well you know, like, and i think they fuck. recycle them because remember they said irv worked there for nine years but only three in macro data so right, my guess is that irv was wiped clean yeah restarted but his subconscious sees that whole way with the red light yeah yeah and which honestly that's probably what's gonna happen to christopher walken's character he might they'll see up. him yeah even though he's kind of an old man, I don't know. No, but he could replay like, like if Mark unsevers, then you might find the next day at work Christopher Walken shows up there. And he's a new person. Yeah. Brand new. Yeah. It's you know, uh yeah. so real quick, Helen is a the replacement of Petey. Yep. Uh and she wants to kill herself the entire time. Like yeah. she, She's like, I want to end this. I don't want to be here. I hate this. She has like I, a legitimate suicide attempt. Yeah, it's a very disturbing scene. She tries to cut off her face. She's like, I'm going to cut my fingers off. You're going to have to explain to my Audi self. Yeah. <laughs> but I have this theory. Uh, it's not my wife. I think she's actually not 
a right because they say in the beginning when you meet her they say she's very important yeah i think she is like one of the higher ups in the company and she's doing like yeah uh because so basically they all find out after dylan gets woken finds out he's a son he freaks out love when he bites the guy and then later yeah. on there's like a party and that guy's like talking about his sharp insides right that guy's weird he's like a weird like He's like liaison, he's security. Milchak, yeah. Yeah, he's like the, the Smithers or something. I don't even know how to explain it's his hard to, It's hard to tell the hierarchy. Planner, he's like HR. Yeah. He's like a, he's a, it's, there's a lot going on there. Right. Like his role, what he has to do. And, but he's not severed. He is, he goes to work and he has the memories outside the office and inside of it's just like Patricia Arquette's character who is not yeah. either. Right. Uh even though she's playing this weird duality where she's like literally was a like a doula or a she was uh, like a midwife or something or a, a, uh, for, a breastfeeding for, coach or something. For uh what's his face his sister. Yeah. Um but the whole plot in the end of the se- season uh well season episode eight we find out they're going to try to do this thing where they wake their Audis up. Yeah. Outside. And you see, um, they kind of give you a brief glimpse of everyone out the Audis. Dylan stays behind to, to trigger it, turn everything on. And you see, like, you know, you see, what's his name again? The painter guy? Uh, Irv. Irv painting. And you see, like, whatever the hell. Uh, I think, well, what's his face? is with Patricia Arquette after she gets because she gets fired. Yes. Uh, well, and, and he's, he's hugging her at yeah, his he, sister's party. Yeah, and he's telling her, like... I want to quit Lumen. He wants to quit, and she's like almost like, good, or something like that. Yeah. Uh, but Dylan's about... It, it, man, it was like such a great cliffhanger. You see for just a brief second Helen outside the office. Yeah. Clearly wearing very expensive earrings yep. and has like almost like a... Ball. And it... If you when you find out early in that episode that there's going to be a big event at Lumen, like a like a ball or something at Lumen, yeah, and clearly and this is which I think they're leading is that she's at that event. Yeah, itself. I think that her outs that her Audi Audi is someone who works for the company is doing some kind of like you know proving that chip works or whatever and. Uh, but then, like, remember when she goes on the elevator and then she goes up and it's, like, literally the next day or something yeah. like that? And then they show her a video of her Audi basically, like, saying, yeah, get back to work, asshole. Right. Well, her Audi is, like, horrible. She basically says, like, I don't care that you're miserable. But I'm honestly... If you, if you fuck my body up, I'm, I'm going to make sure your life is living hell forever. But you know? who knows if she actually said any of that? That's you know true. what I mean? Yeah. We don't know if that's really the case it, well, that it that was all you know like kind of like total recall when they fuck not total recall yeah. running, they alter the footage and make arnold out he was the one who killed all the people in the beginning you know? i think hallie as a lumen ceo makes a lot of sense but she did have a legitimate suicide attempt in as an innie and right but it would also make sense that like deep down deep down subconsciously yeah. This person, if she is a higher up, knows that this is all wrong. And mm. but it's like a whistleblower. Yeah. Well, no, no, I don't think she 
she would never think that this is all subconscious and that you're you're any uh whatever literally your inner subconscious picks up on the negative the the underlying negative feelings that you really so like she's probably like well for it claim she's all for it really deep down there's something inside of her nose all this shit is fucking wrong and it's actually really bad and that would make almost sense that her inside self would have such adverse reaction to this because she knows deep down that this is shit and she and the thing is too unlike the other people who sign up they don't know they're just like hey i get to work free but she knows how the sausage is made yeah so she would be fully aware and that's why again it's just a theory that makes total sense i should get paid right this uh (laughs) deep down she knows this is fucked up and that's why she wanted to kill herself wanted to quit immediately yeah yeah. it's kind of like with irv with the painting he knows that like you know he's seen that hallway right maybe several times yeah don't probably know why he doesn't know it's in his head and his inner self uh, uh inner self at work the paint closing in because his outer self is doing that all the time yeah and it, it's like they affect each other the mark wait who's, who's the lead again mark the mark yeah mark is um, out scott his character and insights interesting because he doesn't seem to bring any of that pain into work it's like but there's that one scene where Petey tells him, like, I could see it. Like, you came in sometimes. Oh, his eyes were red, right. Yeah, and I knew you had been crying in the elevator. And you were still, he was real clear about it. He's like, you were feeling that pain as an innie. You just didn't know why. You didn't yeah. know what, to, why you were sad or what was going on. So, and that is weird. I mean, like, all of us have, like, to some extent, that feeling. So, you know, sometimes you just feel like something's wrong and you don't know why. And it's usually a passing feeling or a fleeting thing and you go on with your life. But like, imagine it being like a big, legit, real thing that's right eating away at you eight hours a day. Well, okay. Let's talk about, this is the last thing we're going to talk about. Yeah. Before we move on. The one thing we find out in the seventh episode, which is super fucking weird, is that Mark's wife's not dead. Yeah. Miss Casey. actually the therapist that you see there's a therapist that works in that and the crazy thing and you find out in the seventh episode no the eighth episode mark has a meeting with her and you find out that she says i'm being fired yeah and i guess his wife or whatever she's is outside of work that what was his dead wife, yeah the any has no clue she he just knows that she's this woman that's there and and I love that. Uh, what's his face is obsessed with her. He wants yeah. her so bad. Dylan. Uh, Dylan, yeah. And again, it also plays into it. It's like he may be this very nice dad, quiet, uh, quiet, reserved outside, and then inside is like his id. Right. Yeah. Just, Running wild. He gets to like say the wacky shit and be the wacky guy, but outside the office, he's probably like, "We're going to Disney World." Right, <laughs> you yeah. know? I'm like watching Pixar movies all the time and shit. You know. Yeah. Like he's just like, "Yeah, kid, let's play tag." You know, like he's like great dad, and inside he's just a kind of a shit bag. Right. Uh, he gets to kind of play out and be like, you know, um, it's super weird. She says that like I guess she only works part time because she she said she talks about her life. She tells yeah. me that thing, 
that she's only been alive like 120 hours or yeah, something. Yeah, not long at all. Like half hour sessions. And I guess there was one day she worked in the office to watch Helen for eight hours. And yeah. she thought it was like the greatest time of her life. Right. Because she just lives this, this life in there. And I guess, yeah, maybe she's only in a part-time employee or whatever. But it's like, okay, what the fuck's his wife been doing? Clearly, yeah. there's some a bigger picture going on here. Does she have an Audi? I mean, is she, it's so hard to say. Like, like, what do you, oh, what do you mean? What? Well, does she even have an Audi or is she just like always is the only time she's conscious while at work and outside of work, she's not, she's just asleep or something. Yeah. Like, was she in a fucking coma? Well, clearly she has to get there. So. Well, I mean, not clearly. We've never seen her enter or exit an elevator. Yeah, true. I mean, she could be there all the time for all we know. Yeah. So Um, there's a lot of interesting things in the show and this company. But like I said, so those are my theories. That's my theory about Helen that she's a higher up and she knows how the shit's made in her inside self. Yeah. Like, is like screaming. Like, it's like a conscience. Like, hey. Yeah. Conscience is telling you, like, you just don't hear it. It's it's such a great show. You ever seen that Tales of the Crypt episode? Where Sam Kinison plays the conscience of oh, so the yeah. episode is about this like guy who's like a music producer guy and he's like a piece of shit and he's like right in the company and all of a sudden he starts hearing things and it's Sam Kinison. Yeah. Ah, you know that bullshit <laughs> 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 scream. I hate Sam Kinison. No, yeah, I, he wasn't my I didn't I never cared for him, but I loved this episode. He was great in this episode. Yeah, he, I can he, imagine he was perfect in this. And he's screaming in the inside. He's like, don't do that. Don't do that. Like, and, he, and then the guy goes nuts and he like takes Q-tips and just shoves them all and blood everywhere. And like, super crazy. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like just like silence. <laughs> uh, who is his conscience? So who knows? That's what it, Helen is exactly like Sam Kennison. We'll see. Exactly the same. Yeah, the uh, the season yeah. ending, the season finale is it's scheduled for Friday. One week yeah. they dropped an episode early on a Thursday, so uh, I'm going to be ready for it tomorrow. But it probably won't come until. Don't get disappointed. Your ending well, will be very upset. I try to enjoy each episode equally. Do you feel well. like <laughs> since you you know because you work from home now, right? Yeah, yeah. Do you feel like you had it? Well, you worked with you. You worked in the same office with your wife. Okay? Yeah, so it's. Anyway. It's weird. For the longest time, my wife and I worked separately. You know, I I worked uh, for schools or colleges and she worked for a company and um, and we would tell each other about work or whatever. And it always frustrated her that I I had no interest in talking about work at home. You know, she'd be like, how's your day? And I'd talk and I I don't I never really wanted to focus on work while I was at home. I was like, you know, they I got paid my eight hours to be there. And wow, um, yeah, that's an amazing shut off. I wish I was able to do that. That's yeah, I'm I mean, glad I left. I could not. It just it, it took me over work. I, I, I just didn't, I could turn it off, you know. And and uh, but then we started working together in the same office, and now we work together at home. And I've honestly really enjoyed it. You know, I mean, like I can't say that it's a hundred percent fun in all ways, because like sometimes it's not fun working with a spouse, you know, but um for the most part, it's given me like a much greater appreciation for the work she does. I think she feels gratified knowing the work I do. You know, she still wants to talk about work in the evening. I don't have any desire to, uh, but like, hey, listen, 
that was my Annie a couple hours ago. <laughs> and we don't we don't converse. Well, it's a lot less of an issue now because like if she wants to know how my day was, she she watched it. She was there, you know, and, and uh I sat there and watched Judge Judy all day. You know exactly what happened. <laughs> well, it's I don't know, it's good. I I, I watched I, breastfeeding videos all day, just like that guy. Remember that? I told yeah. you about that. <laughs> Where'd your innie do? Oh, I think he watched breastfeeding videos all day. Well, I'll tell you, I I (laughs) enjoy the situation I have now. Um, I don't know how I envisioned it to be, but it's turned out to be a pretty pretty positive thing. So, uh, yeah. So it's an awesome show. Yeah. Oh God. Yeah. I really like it. We were watching Ted Lasso as well because we got I got a new phone, so you get Apple. Apple Prime for a year. Yep. Tim Apple Network. Uh, so a year. I think you oh, get a free three year. months. Oh, okay. I got a free so year, I, and then I I I pay for it now, and I'm glad. I look, you sure you got it for a year. Yeah, I, I. In fact, I heard that they've recently dialed back the free, uh, free time. I I um look. Severance is probably the best show on TV right now. Ted Lasso's good. I, I like it a whole bunch. Um, yeah, I liked it. The first episode was like, eh, but we're like almost done with season one, and it's really good. It is, and for all mankind, um, is oh, amazing. That's so good. And uh, what else is good on there? Um, I know, I know. There's a show about like well, Jason Momoa where he's like they're all blind. I, it's like, called C. I've never watched it, but that I'll, doesn't interest me very much. Uh, um, um, there's a couple other. Oh. Sh- it's not good, but Schmigadoon is actually kind of funny. Schmigadoon. Yeah. That's it sounds funny. It's it's <laughs> basically a modern day retelling of Brigadoon. Oh, that makes sense. But Schmigadoon. Um, yeah. And it's got the, the woman from SNL, Cicely Strong. Oh. Uh okay. and uh uh Kristen Chenoweth is in it, and uh Dove Cameron is in it. And the male lead is a famous one too. I, f- I forget oh, who. I've never even heard of it. Yeah. Man, so many, let me tell you, there's some. That's the promise of many streaming services, man. Yeah. Most people are not going to know shit about many. half the stuff that's out there because it's just exclusive on these weird, like all these streaming services, and it's like yep. you find out, like, oh, this one actor, yeah, they've been doing this show on like, uh, you know, Amazon Prime for like five years, and you're like, yeah, what, <laughs> like. Well, here's who else is in it. Keegan Michael Key is the male. That guy's in everything. I just watched a movie on Netflix called The Bubble. Oh yeah, the Apatow movie. Yeah, it's all right. Um, moments, but it, it's. But I listen, it's good. listen to the rest of the cast. It's got Jane Krakowski, Alan Cumming, Fred Armisen, and Martin Short. Again, Fred Armisen is in everything. And yeah, Fred Armisen was also in The Bubble. Oh geez. Well, Schmigadoon is worth watching. I can't um, that name. It's it's pretty funny. Uh, yeah. Uh, Martin Short plays a leprechaun. It's pretty of good. Why would he not? <laughs> like, why would you cast him? Would, would, unless he's playing an elf, a little yeah. fat man, like in well, that character right. would play for years. What was that character? He would play like um, the gossip guy or whatever. Yeah. Uh what was that? that other character? His Pee Wee Herman character, right? Jiminy, Jiminy Glick. Glick. Yeah, no, Jiminy Glick is the guy. Is the gossip guy, the guy with like the alfalfa hair who plays the triangle. Oh, yeah, Ed 
Grimley. Grimley. Yeah. I think Ed Grimley might predate Pee Wee Herman. Could. No, Pee Wee Herman was way back. Pee Wee Herman was, I was like in fifth grade. Dude, Ed Grimley goes back all the way to SCTV, which was like the late 70s. Oh, okay. But again, Pee Wee Herman also dates back to like the late. I saw Pee Wee Herman when I was like in fifth grade, which was six days ago. Martin Short and Pee Wee Herman and Paul Rubin bumped into each other. In a a theater in Sarasota, Florida. Oh, God, no, not that. Oh, what are you doing there, Ma? What are you doing there, Paul? <laughs> Just banging the triangle. Just banging the triangle. Um. <laughs> um. Oh my God, it's Paul. What are you? <laughs> Not now. Get out of here. Get out of here. Yeah. Get out of here. <laughs> no, I meant like they met each other once in like the late seventies, and they were like, "I will never. We will never bump into each other." <laughs> and then. They both like they rebounded off each other, like yeah. opposing force, yeah. like, or, like two magnets, right? Sides. Yeah, they repelled each other because yeah. they were both playing weird man child characters. Yeah, and then once his face showed up, and they were like, Go away, guy who's gonna be dropped dead. <laughs> your character's too weird. Yeah, Speaking of another duel, well, I don't even know if that's more like just a psychotic breakdown. Yeah, <laughs> In the guise of a fun character. Who was yeah. that? Was that Rick Mayle? Uh, yeah, the guy yeah. from Young Ones. Yep. All right. Yeah. Well, this, we're a bit into this. Let's get into some. Yeah, yeah. We have a few, few so news fun, things. But... Well, the first one was a weird one, and, and I, I don't have a ton to say about it other than um, uh, Elon Musk bought uh, like a nine point two percent interest in Twitter. Okay, so here's the funny thing about that. Couple like a couple days before that. Elon Musk went on Twitter and started trashing it. Yeah. And like saying shit about we need a new like platform. You know, right. again, it's like, come on, how many times do we get this new platform that's gonna like right right when shitheads can say all the racist things they want to say unchecked and attack, go after trans people unchecked. Which they do unchecked on Twitter constantly like, anyway. It's been like 30 of these. I mean, fuck Trump just put out one and no one gave a fucking Trump doesn't even use it. Yeah. You know what I love about that? You know what the best thing about Trump was it called? Was Truth Social. Truth Social. You know what the best part about that huh. is that Devin Nunes left Congress yeah. to run that. Yeah. Well, come on, he's got to be like, I don't know. Maybe he's happy. He's like, well, happy I don't get the fuck out of Congress, but he literally left Congress to do that. Yeah, I don't know if he was going to get redistricted or if he had a strong ca- challenger or whatever, but he, he's. Yeah, Truth Social's a disaster. I mean, like day one, it was a disaster. It was a it was a disaster the minute they mentioned it because everyone yeah. knows that any product that Trump's attached to is bullshit. Right. Like yeah. when he was announcing, like when he was running in 2016 and he figured he was gonna lose, everyone was hoping he was gonna lose. Yep. He was putting out feelers of like, well, I'm gonna put out my own network, like a fox. Oh, and yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. easiest said than done. It's like, dude, do you know how much money that costs? Do you know what you have to do? Like, yeah. look at the fucking blaze like that to get that off the ground. Even that is like, I mean, I'm sure it has a lot of viewers, but come on, sure. who gives a fuck about it? You know, yeah. Glenn Beck's probably wishes he was on Fox News still. Oh yeah, absolutely. Come on. Well, um, it is kind of weird because they all, all I see all day are right. Well, you can go to the blaze. You don't live that far away from it. It's a, oh, is it? Oh, yeah, I used funny. to be near my old office, supposedly. Huh. 
I'm surprised I didn't bump into him. He would, uh, my old boss told me one time that he was at this restaurant he used to always go to in the air. Is that a Buffalo Wild Wings or something? <laughs> no, no, nothing like that. There's like a, a Mikosina type thing or Taco Bell owned by Mikosina. <laughs> and supposedly Glenn Beck was there. That uh, wasn't Buffalo Wild That'd be awesome. Um, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. He was at Twin well, Peaks. Yeah, I, I would say <laughs> the tilted kilt. Yeah. Uh, I would say that um, that uh, Twitter, I mean, I, for people who say they're getting silenced, I they sure talk a lot on. on yeah, they 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 have like endless avenues to say how silenced they are. That like is hysterical. Yeah. How much silence there is for these people, and that there is no silence. The only yeah. person that ever really got like, I mean, look, I, I guess like, did Milo get kicked off of Twitter? He got, well, his, yeah, he got kicked off Twitter yeah. a long time ago. One, because he ran a harassment campaign against the right. Jones, and That was around 2016. I mean, he literally, like, told people to go after calling her, like, all kinds of horrific, right, right, right. hideous, racist shit. Real, absolutely disgusting stuff. And uh, it was, it was like, abuse. It was disgusting. Yeah. Um, and then... Stuff got out about him where he like made some comment about basically pedophilia or something. And that's right. Yeah. His stock completely went down. I mean, he was only what he was because he served a purpose. One. He yeah. Just, he was a flash in the pan. Um, and he was being funded by the Mercers. The Mercers. Oh, yeah. One of the biggest funders of the Trump campaign. And they dropped him. And once they dropped him, he he's never recovered i mean he's right. never like it's kind of funny how like him and like richard spencer's and the other one he never he was like this i'm gonna be like the nazi in the united right. states and like there were people like this guy's gonna run for congress this guy's like a real threat and then it's like i don't know he got punched yeah and then, uh like some other shit came out and like that's what and then he just i don't know he was like last time i storm on something he was basically being pranked. He yeah. went on, supposedly he went on some show, like some I saw it, yeah. show. You saw that? It was like a right-wing show, but it ended up the guy's like, yeah, this is a prank. I totally fucked with you. Like, right, well, he, and he like, he devastated that, that guy. I mean, it was really hilarious. I saw the clip on Twitter, I think, actually. And he was like, didn't you ever stop to wonder like who we were and why, why are you just showing up on shows that are clearly fake? And then he started talking about how like, do you do you think when you got clocked on national TV that 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 ruined you? And it was a pretty devastating little interview. It was like, I mean, the guy. I don't know how he could not been ruined to begin with. I mean, the guy was like outright having meetings where they were like, yeah, doing seek hall. Like they weren't yeah. it was completely mask off. I mean, there's still like as much as these people are disgusting. There's still like this level of you know a veneer. What yeah, it, what do they call that again? Like plausible deniability. No, or... no, that not that. The whole thing about politics, like um, how far you can go with something. Oh yeah, the Overton window. I think. Yeah, the yeah. Overton window was like th it was thrown out the window. I mean, yeah, there was nothing. I mean, he was literally having like the night Trump was inaugurated, and they were like see calling. I mean, come yeah. on, like there was no hiding. It. I think Charlottesville kind of did him in too. Yeah, yeah, that's a good point. Uh, but it's kind of crazy how you know that guy. You don't. Who knows? Maybe 
he tried this who the fuck knows but there's these other guys who are like 10 i think are worse than him and they're still thriving like yeah. i think i mean that guy is awful supposedly the guy who punched him died i don't know oh really yeah i don't know that's what i heard but it's too bad i don't know how true that is well, he will always be the greatest gift ever made <laughs> and yeah my favorite is like um what song was it I saw uh, the one I remember is Just Can't Get Enough by Depeche Mode. I think that might be it. Yeah. Yeah. That was a good one. The one where they keep clocking him and they're playing. Yeah. <laughs> um, okay, so that's not kind of straight a little bit, but Elon Musk put out this thing trashing and his tweets tend to fuck with the stock market. Yeah. yeah. So supposedly, and I you might want to look this up, make sure this is 100% true, Twitter stock went down value. Oh, yeah. And then he bought, right. 9%. Yeah. Guy is such a scheme. He's just a, yeah, he's, he's a, a, this guy, man, went from being this weird, like, like he's going to be the savior mankind. I just remember, like, around the late Bush years, early Obama years, like, here's this guy, like, you know, the Bush administration really did electric cars and they fucking yeah. destroyed them. They made sure that they were off the market for a decade. Elon Musk, talked about this before, Elon Musk got all this credit for acting like he was the one that was resuscitating the electric car market. Right. He gets way too much credit. First of all, he didn't invent Tesla. He bought the company. People give him way too much credit. They make it sound like he invented PayPal. He did yeah. not invent PayPal. He did not invent, invent SpaceX. Right, right. Make him out to be like he's this guy working in a lab with that robot from Iron Man. Yeah, he's not uh he's not an inventor or anything. He's like a venture capitalist or something. You know, yeah. I mean he, he invests in things or buys he, them. There's some these people are so obsessed with him. They think yeah. he's like like anytime I say anything bad about this guy, if I post like oh we're gonna turn, I'll get like people who like like my arts up like, oh come on, like this guy's great. Why would you say that like yeah? What apathetic is things that like Unions don't really exist anymore the way they used to, yeah. and like you, your 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 imagination's been totally taken hijacked by this guy. Like we talked about this in the last episode about like the space program and yeah. all that, about how what a big deal it was back in the seventies and eighties, like or the sixties, seventies and eighties, and you said Reagan was like the catalyst that helped, yeah, kind of destroy that. And then here comes this guy and guys like Bezos. And it's like they just hijack people's imaginations. It's like, yeah, it is like sad. only the only the billionaire can do this. Not mm-hmm. government can't do this. Not the analysts. Not the resources of government. Or you know, right, right. It's complete bullshit. And so this guy, you find out. I think it was like Monday they announced that basically he bought nine percent. Now he is the he's not a majority share at all, but I guess he is the highest owner of Twitter stock. Mm. But he's not a majority share. Right. I guess he gets on the board or something. And he's, you know, he's fucking around. He's claiming that there's going to be all kinds of big changes. He's like, I'm going to add an edit feature. And someone brought up a good point about the edit feature and said that you should not have that on Twitter because, you know, obviously we like the edit feature because we spell you're wrong sometimes. Yeah. So we <laughs> right, right. letter, we say accidentally say you know mommy milk me you know right, right, right. really meant to say um uh, i don't even know what we meant yeah. to say <laughs> right uh, and it sounds cute but so people said no it's actually a bad idea because you've got to treat tweets especially when it comes to politicians 
are almost like an editorial or they yeah. get, like, they're like published public record yeah public record and to be able to go back and edit a tweet from like 10 like the joke is like with instagram i could go back to 2014 if i want to really go far back in my other profile and edit a, a, a post yeah. from 2014 just write a whole bunch of shit that i did not write back then you can do that right. on instagram. but instagram is not a platform that is held in the same it's not it's just it does not serve the same purpose right. that twitter has fallen into yeah so i think him potentially him being involved i don't think is a good thing i don't think or i think he's also just holding a proverbial carrot over all these right-wingers because they now think that like he's gonna like allow free speech on twitter meaning you know, these people can now go back to saying outright anti-Semitic shit, outright dead name trans people, spread yeah. COVID mis- spread COVID misinformation, which he was one of the biggest spreaders of COVID. Oh yeah, yeah. Day one. Um, well, I don't know. I don't. I honestly don't think anything. You won't notice it if, if anything changes. I don't either. I mean, you know, putting... man, you know what he'll probably try to do? This is what I guarantee you'll try to do. He'll try to make it more profitable. Yeah. I think that's it. I, well, think, I, I think that's all these morons think he's going to do this. I don't think so. I think he's just going to try to find a way to. Twitter make- works because it works pretty much the way it is. You know, I mean, if they tweak it too much, you run the people might leave it. I don't know. I mean, like, yeah, they tried doing those fleet things. Yeah. No one gave a fuck about those yeah. things. Basically, Twitter- like Instagram stories. It was like, but Twitter is a moment in time captured. Like, yeah. Instagram stories were just a ripoff of Snapchat. Like, yeah, yeah. Instagram, Facebook tried buying Snapchat and they went south. So they were like, all right, we'll just turn part of Instagram into Snapchat. Right. But mm. Twitter doesn't operate. I mean, like, artists and stuff show image, like, images and videos do get shared on Twitter. Yeah. But at the end of the day, it's still like an editorial. It's more, it is right. still a text based. I don't know. What do you think is going to happen with him? I don't honestly. I don't think he's going to do anything. I think he might get in there and like make a speech or whatever. But what is he going to do? You know, I mean, like it's just crazy how he's become like this guy who's just completely backed by right wingers. Like all Donald Trump Jr. was like, yeah, like like they're thinking that he's going to reinstate Trump. Yeah, it's weird. I mean, like I don't know. I mean, <laughs> I don't know. I, I just think I, it's funny that that's all these people give a shit about. Exactly. That, I guess that's the other thing. Is like, I look, I I see Elon Musk enjoying being able to like benefit from the MAGA chud nation, but like, I don't think Elon Musk has any great desire to like team up with Trump. You know, I mean, maybe he does. Who who knows? Who cares? Know. I mean, he's got some real horrible. Like I said, that shit about like Bolivia like a year ago when he put out that thing about we'll cool whoever we want. Yeah. What the fuck? That is true. Like, just, dude, you don't even try to hide your outright. Uh, I mean, this right. guy, I don't know. I don't think he's an arbiter of free speech. I think he's the opposite. I think well, I think a lot of these right wingers who claim they're for free speech are liars. They just want, they don't want free speech. They want power. They yeah. want to take away your, your speech. Right. They're not the they're not here to help your free speech. That's bullshit. Like, it's like that. I don't know if you've ever seen that, like, discussion about, like, tolerating Nazis, basically. Yeah, yeah. It's like, no, you shouldn't tolerate them because 
their whole beliefs is you, you basically be hanging yourself. Yeah, yeah. They don't, yeah. Right. Hmm. Wow. I don't know. I don't know what else to say about it. I think that, like, I think he'll just put out more tweets that are just stupid. Yeah. Literally, someone put, I think this had to have been a joke. Someone tweeted this thing where it's like, they screenshot this thing where Twitter was like, oh, you're saying this about Elon Musk or something. Well, I, I, this kind of like bleeds into the next topic on our list. And I was going to talk a little bit about how I've noticed like a lot of uh, pro-Russia accounts on Twitter and a lot of like seemingly pretty mainstream right-wing Republican accounts or big pro-Russia accounts now. Um, I don't know that like, I guess I'll say a couple things about that. First of all, it's like, Twitter's already filled with like horrible people. I mean, I, I can't imagine Elon Musk changing that. I just that, can't imagine. You know, I mean, well, I can't even imagine what Twitter was like. I wasn't like really using Twitter that much back in like 2014, 2015. Man, it must have been like a cesspool of Nazis and shit because a lot of those people that I talk about, like Milo and Alex Jones, they had free range on Twitter. Yeah. Well, I, I think it was a little different time back then i mean I, look i'm not saying it was a great time I, I was on twitter fairly early and i remember it mostly being a place for like news and sports and entertainment oh, yeah, and stuff. Today. It, yeah it was like a pretty casual place maybe i just wasn't looking in the right places or i i was well, avoiding the, the wrong twitter places people don't realize is that maybe because i pay attention to it more often so the algorithm on twitter yeah feeds that to me it's just feeding well, I, you shit, you know? I follow specific people. Because that's what's interesting about Twitter is like, I don't, I follow this person. I don't follow that person. But because I follow this person, I literally see almost everything yeah. the other person they follow that I don't want to follow. I still see that stuff unless I decide to mute it. Yeah, Twitter also doesn't do a great job of differentiating good and bad commentary. Like the governor of Virginia, Glenn Youngkin, I've like badmouthed him on his Twitter feed for like a month or two now, and Twitter thinks I like him. You know, like <laughs> uh, oh yeah, no, I get like weird suggestions now. Yeah, like I posted something making fun of Donald Trump Jr. Now I get like suggestions, or I would get suggestions of Kyle yeah. Rittenhouse, and I'm like, Ew, right. I don't want well, this shit. Yeah, so um, I don't know. I mean, like I with the the GOP Russian bots or or whatever, it is really weird. I I. I read a lot about like media and everything. And I know, um, I mean, none of this is real new, but like, it is a really weird informational uh, battle out there. You know what I mean? Like a lot of like low information consumers of news, they're real easily overwhelmed by some of this stuff. You know, unless you're, unless you got pretty good critical thinking skills, you go down the wrong alley on Twitter or Facebook or whatever, and there's a ton of like, I'm doing air quotes here, but there's like a ton of evidence to support all sorts of weird bullshit, like anti-COVID rhetoric or anti-Ukraine rhetoric, or, I mean, there's, well, I mean, the way to spot anti the pro-Russia and anti-Ukraine is one, if they're all they're doing is talking about NATO, how bad NATO yeah. is, that's a red flag in itself. Right. Uh, and, or if they start spreading information about like 
fake bodies in the street. Or, yeah. Or if they still have a Tulsi for president thing on their bio. Oh, God. Anything Tulsi is like a fucking bot now. I mean, yeah. like, Tulsi's just, what a fucking joke. Uh, you know, all these people who claim, like, who, I, I, I'm like, I'm sorry. I question people's intelligence. I knew she was shit from day one. Yeah. There was yeah. something always off about her. Like, I just found her, her messaging was always bullshit. I'm sorry, but like, if you claim you're on the left and all you do is attack Democrats, yeah, <laughs> don't say anything about the right at all. Or if you do, it's in a very vague, right? You're not outright saying, like, yeah, this is absolutely awful. This is awful. Like I said, it's not, I get if you're like, there's a difference between attacking and criticizing, like if you're criticizing the right, the Democrats is saying like, they're not doing enough. They're not doing this. I think they need to do this. They need to focus yeah, on this. Yeah. Or, that's constructive. Sure. That's like saying we want. But if you're claiming you're progressive and all you're doing is shitting on them and saying that they're corrupt, right? The corrupt, then you're literally like, you're either an idiot or you're a wolf in sheep's clothing. You know what I mean? Right. Like you're not who you really are. You're not really who you say you are. I yeah. just don't. And I never understood the, you know, she used talking po- similar talking points to like Trump in some ways, even back when she was so called running for yeah. president. That's hysterical too. Well, so uncharismatic. I find her like, it's like, yeah. Want to put somebody to sleep? It's like a form of torture. I don't know, but she, uh, I've dealt with lots of Russian bots or yeah, yeah. accounts over the years. Like when I would post, like any, and again, if I post like an ant, like I have that drawing of uh, Elon Musk as a dick, right? right. Post that the other day, start getting inundated with some of these. Yeah, these are the same accounts that defended Trump. Yep. Some kind of accounts that would defend Kyle Rittenhouse. When there is this, it's bizarre. Yeah. Very odd. Man, how do you get in on that? We get the Russian bots on your side. <laughs> it's so weird. It is. Yeah. It is strange. It is really weird. Um, I don't know. I don't know. I mean, like, we, we know for a fact that, that this is part of the the battleground is the the informational battleground i think the you know that was the thing that i'm sorry but like (laughs) trump being like this weird like i'm a manchurian candidate whatever it was but like the rot from the inside i mean look what happened with him as president um there's always been race issues in this country yep yeah. But I feel like they just elevated to on a whole weird level. Yeah. Like people just mask off coming out right Nazis. Like just that. Um, For sure, yeah. The COVID response. I mean, fuck, a million Americans died. It was it was just like it a all started with him. Yeah, a relentless dismantling of public institutions. Wow. Yeah. Well, and sp- this is actually a, a decent segue to our next item. We're going to talk about <laughs> the Supreme Court because he he did put three horrible justices on the Supreme Court, and today they it was a five to four vote. Oh yeah, this one's bad. Um, where they they refused to um, they they kept some of these Trump Clean Water Act rollbacks in effect. You know, that's they're a, like that's insane. Like how. I'm sorry, but like dumbass who votes for Trump. 
don't you need don't you need water i don't need water i drink mountain dew <laughs> well your mountain dew needs clean water too got electrolytes they don't make mountain dew out of the mountain dew plant right yeah <laughs> water is a huge component well it's reasonably big monster <laughs> energy drink does require water as yeah. the base of its liquid yeah and then all the monster energy drink goodness magic monster energy right uh dust that they <laughs> add to it uh takes over from there but like i don't it's, understand how anyone could be sit back and again these people will never know that the people that no. will never know that they rolled back on these things that literally protect the building blocks of life that's sure crazy that your kids don't ingest lead and well iq points like not just iq but like a lot of IQ. <laughs> I th look, I think you're going to see a lot of these votes where you have uh, Roberts joining in with the the liberal justices. Because it's not enough. I know it's not enough, but like, I mean, it, it's it it's like you we need what we need to we need one more person on there. One more. Where this yeah. is never going to end. It's going to just yeah. get worse. And to the idea that rolling back that's insane. This is water. And it, it's fucked up too because you know what this does is they these these guys one it's not and besides the fact that they're hideous but like they want to privatize water. Well, they want to privatize clean, yeah. sustainable water and make people have to pay for everything. Get rid make and make public water unusable. Well, I'll tell you, it is it's gonna be weird because we have. Um, uh, the, the Biden's Supreme Court nominee picked up the all the Democratic votes she needed, and she did pick up Lisa Murkowski, um, Mitt, Romney. Mitt Romney, and Susan Collins. So, yeah, I love like some of these guys. Like Lindsey Graham was the weirdest one. Yeah. It was on this long like thing about how great she was. First of all, Lindsey Graham voted for her twice for other. Yeah, she's been a judge in other levels. For this, right, and he voted for. Her. And then it was like the weirdest thing. He's like, she's great. She's this, she's this. I'm not voting for her. <laughs> a couple, <laughs> like, couple Republicans did that, you know? Yeah, Ben Sassy um... did the same shit. It's like, it's ridiculous. But like, you know, they'll try to play like, oh, well, the Democrats didn't vote for Kavanaugh or they yeah. didn't vote for Amy Coney Barrett or like that. It's like, yeah, because these people well, suck. Over in, yeah. These over people are, again. yeah, go ahead, what? No, I was going to say over and over again, I have, and I've, I've heard other people say, well, the Republicans will never do blank. And then they do blank. You know, oh, I, if you had told me a couple of years ago that they'd be passing that don't say gay bill in Florida, I'd be like, no way that happens. Well, I'm that just happened. shocked that it's happening now in 2022, but they're, they're, they're already talking about overturning o Oberfeld. Is that the gay marriage thing? Uh, I think, Ober I don't Oberfeld. know. Whatever the case, it's like Oberfell or Oberfell, yeah. not Ogre. Right? <laughs> it's like, it starts with a no. Well, and that's Dan the name Patrick, of the case that basically led to gay marriage. And they're, they want to overturn it. They're yeah. already, no, they're, yeah. they're, a lot of Republican politicians are now saying gay marriage is, they got, it's got to go. Oh, what state? Oh, so ten, it was Tennessee. Okay. So I need to, since we're now in this yeah. territory. Let me see if I can find this. This, this is super gross. No. Oh, man, it's so gross. Yeah, there you're talking about a new law in the state of Tennessee, right? 
Yeah. No, so it hasn't. I don't think it's been passed yet. I think it's still in the proposal stage. Uh, it's a, it, the fact that it's even. Yeah. The fact that it even would. Okay. There's this guy named No Lie with BTC, Brian Tyler Cohen. He's been really following this. Yeah. On Twitter, he's been one that I found this out for him, and he's been updating a lot. But he says Tennessee, no, Tennessee Republicans are advancing a bill that creates a separate privileged class of marriage for heterosexual couples, acting as a loophole to the Supreme Court's legalization of gay marriage. Right. You're going to start seeing that a lot in right wing states. Yes. They will try. Okay, hold on. Okay, here we go. Yeah. The bill would also legalize child marriage by eliminating age requirements. Yeah. Uh, what? It's bananas. <laughs> it's basically a get out of jail free card for people who are committing statutory rape, said Willmaker on the committee. It would establish common law marriage between one man and one woman, including for children. Yeah. So there's more updates. Let's see if I can. As they get hiccups. Well, it's weird. They 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 do, and you saw this happen for a little while after um, same-sex marriage was made legal, where they would say, "Okay, well, if that's the case, then we want we want something where they can't have it. You know, we want like church marriage, or we want." Yeah, they tried. Like, yeah, they tried pulling some shit. Like some religion should not have to deal with it. Yeah, they don't. They shouldn't have to honor it or or whatever. Yeah, it's bullshit. It's it is bizarre. Um, I don't know. I, I I guess I mean I guess this is as good as point as anything to talk about this. The the latest Republican push has been all about sex. You know, well they're they're pushing this whole groomer thing. Yeah, making it back to Disney because of their not going along hundred percent with DeSantis don't get say gay bill basically. Right, and they're yeah. Go ahead. I wonder how effective it is because like, like I've always said that there are plenty of people that have gay friends or family members or, or whatnot. You know I mean? I think that it's pretty much now most people have an understanding that they probably have loved ones in their lives. Can I, that can I tell gay. you Yeah. what this, this probably is? All right. You ever see these guys called the good liars on Twitter? They go yes, around yeah. and interview people kind of similar to that one guy. Um, who go all gas no brakes guy? Yeah, he's uh, great. Yeah, yeah, but this guy's a little more. I I don't know. It's really funny. Let me just yeah, play yeah. this for you. January sixth. Okay. How do you all feel about the events of January sixth? Uh, a lot of that was Antifa. Okay, so this is more context. The guy from yeah, yeah. The Good Liars is interviewing a husband and wife at a Trump rally. I've seen this one, but yeah, keep keep okay. going. Um, yes. Why, why would Antifa interrupt the certification of an election in which their candidate won? Wouldn't they want him to be certified? Um, it just, they, uh, just want to disrupt in any way possible. Do you, do you think, do you think Antifa wanted him to be president? I guess is what I'm, what I'm asking. Yes. Yeah. So why would they interrupt the certification of the vote on January 6th? Well, it's, it's, it's just like, if you have a, <laughs> yeah, yeah it, it doesn't make sense, right? Like why would they would do that? 
Well, how do you all feel? Okay, about so I bring that up because, you know, we're like, how could the right start pushing a very extreme anti-gay mm-hmm. agenda all of a sudden I know Because the people that vote for them have holes in their brains. <laughs> yeah. And will really, we'll fall for whatever bullshit they watch on right-wing media or whatever messaging, whatever meme they're being showed. So it would not shock me one bit. And I also think a lot of these people always hate gay people. Yeah, and um, are like, good. I don't have to tolerate this anymore. Trump allowed. Trump gave me the freedom to not have to tolerate these people. I get to say yeah. whatever I want now. Uh, a, a lot of them will like compartmentalize their brains so that they're like, oh well, like separate. You know, yeah, they'll they'll be like, look, just because uh, they can't get married or whatever doesn't mean I'm gonna you know love my aunt Melissa any less. She's still welcome to have dinner at our house and whatnot you know and she just can't get married that's fine you or know. and she might be living in a death camp but you know yeah <laughs> well i mean that's kind of like the end result of these things like well and these people will act like they didn't see that coming or anything i'm just saying like i mean i played that clip one because it's really funny but yeah. these are the people that watch their brains oh, are, yeah their brains are mush they have super brains yeah they did and that's why the right can say and do whatever the fuck they want. They can twist and turn. They can change the story. They can say one thing one year and then six months later yeah, have the complete opposite. They could say Russia is bad for four decades, five, six decades, be the most anti-Russia like party ever. And then on a fucking dime, old son be like, hey, you know what? I think it's not a bad idea if the Russia takes Ukraine. Yeah, it's, it's. I mean, that is straight out of 1984, the novel. Right, like, the uh, whole... Um, we've always been at war with Eurasia or, you know, yeah. whatever. I mean, it's gaslighting. It's... Uh, and these people, they just... I mean, the guy, Sean Hattie said it's true. It's true. Yeah. I trust old Sean. He's a good guy. Well... It's a good egg, you know. <sighs> Close to Rush Limbaugh said so. Well, you've you've said this a lot more than I uh, about the Republican kind of like fixation on grooming and whatnot. Where do you see that kind of like coming into all? Well, of this? I, I, it, it's just an old classic homophobic like boogeyman yeah. thing. Like the gay teacher is going to molest your kid, right? Like, yeah. I mean, that's ex- they've been doing this forever. I mean, they've I've heard that for years. I mean, they try to say that like the gay man's going to molest your son like yeah they're gonna yeah. They do this all the time and that's why they try to make like adoption really hard for gay couples Les- yep. you know lesbian couples and stuff like that they try to it's it, it's just a sick game i mean it's to just demonize people but they yeah. do that while actually having guys like uh jim rose who uh is a Tennessee politician. It's John, John Rose from Tennessee. John Rose. Yeah. Sorry, my apologies to Jim Rose. Right. Uh, please do not send hate mail to Jim Rose. He's a good guy, I guess. I don't know. <laughs> uh, I'm talking about John Rose. Um, let me find out here. I think I tweeted or liked something about that. Like more stuff came out about John Rose from Tennessee. Yeah. As a 
no lie with DTC said, has a single Republican spoken out against the Tennessee GOP's marry little kids bill that legalizes child marriage and tries to overturn marriage equality? <laughs> well, that's not about John Rose, but I know. Okay, here we go. Same guy. New. As Republicans accuse others of being groomers, mm-hmm. new details are surfacing about Congressman John Rose, who met his now, wi- now wife in his 40s while she was an underage teenager. Yeah. That he paid her with a scholarship that she says made everything possible and then married her. She uh, looks like a kid too. Like yeah, in the year like, before they were married, she looks like a kid. There's that photo. She yeah. like, looks like 11 years old. She's like, dressed like Blair from the Facts of Life with like yeah, some sort of yeah. weird uh, and blazer. And um, I guess at 18, he started dating her. And I guess he yeah. married her at 21 or something. So, you know, hey, he's following the rules i guess but uh you know what uh that's like the definition of a groomer oh it's a a hundred percent is i mean he it's a girl and a guy so it's okay right i mean well i don't i mean like i i'm kidding i'm not i'm not i'm saying (laughs) it's so frustrating because they there are grooming is a real thing you know and it's something that you should as a parent be aware of in case like your son's soccer coach takes a little special interest in him or something you know i mean like you should yeah you you should know but um john uh, rose someone pulled up a tweet from march 23rd 2022 yeah john rose happy birthday to our son sam he's one years old today he's walking exploring and he's always interested in what big brother's up to we love you buddy yeah. Can you see that photo? Yeah. Look at that. Would you think that they forgot to say the daughter too? Right. It's <laughs> she is so young. She's real him. young. Yeah. Like, and look at him. Yeah. Like he looks like her grandpa. Yeah. He There's one like photo. If of... there was a if this was a movie, they would say it's not believable that this guy play is playing her dad. We would yeah. think that like. We have to cast someone younger to play her dad. This guy's right. too old. Grandpa, we believe that. You know, it's like Woody Allen movies where yeah. at some point Woody Allen had to like get other actors to play the Woody Allen role. So they right, right. like the 23-year-old because it was getting a little too weird, which you know, talking about Woody Allen. Mm. That's a whole you know what? That's a whole other podcast. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, but I mean like. It's just hysterical, you know, and then they do this whole grooming thing while a guy like Matt Gates exists. Yeah, or Jim Jordan. Yeah. But I mean, like, this guy, it's worse because this is the state that that story got out of. Yeah. And then here's a guy who's like, you. I think you, did you tweet or you made a joke about it saying, like, this guy's like, hurry up with that bill already. So Yeah, I think I, t- I, think I texted that to you. Like, you better yeah. hope they hurry up on it, this bill. Yeah, I mean... This guy, let me tell you too, these morons, when they put this shit out there, they get the attention they don't want to get. Right. Here's a guy that probably no one thought about. No one gave no, a shit. No, I about. never, I didn't know anything about this. No one thought, no one knows who this fucking guy is. It's like I said, it's like the same thing. It's like um, Joe Manchin. Right. Go ahead, become a Republican. We'll never hear of you again. You will just mm. become Republican 36. We won't even right. know who you are. Hmm. This guy, complete ambiguity. We would no idea who yeah. he was. He's another right wing asshole in Tennessee. We we would never care. We wouldn't give a shit. And it's so funny. Yeah. I mean, but this is what they do. They, you know, it's like 
Candace Owens, there was some clip of her calling out saying like, try and it's also an attack on teachers too. Like, oh yeah. Teachers yeah. are trying to like, like they're gonna molest your kids. It, it's, it's, it's so disgusting. Yeah, it's, it's really hard. I mean, like, I don't know how I would be teaching today. Um, I know that there's some common sense things that good teachers do. Like, they, it would always be like, you should leave, if you eat lunch in your room, you should allow a student to come in to ask questions. But like, I always kept the door open. Um, I would never be in an empty classroom with like a, one student, you know, without another student there to kind of see what's going on. Um, but today, like, cover your ass. <laughs> well, it's smart. I mean, like, you don't know. I mean, like, fucking people are weird, dude. People are weird. Look, you deal yeah, with like a hundred or so kids. You don't know all their stories or whatever. It's they have fucking or they have parents that are malicious. That's the other thing too. Well, sometimes it's not even the kid's fault per se. No. Like, if the kid comes home and the kids, let's just. I mean, like, this is a real easy scenario to imagine. Kid, kid is may or may not be gay. Doesn't know. He's kind of like unsure of who he is, what he's about, all that. Doesn't realize anything. So he goes, he confines in a teacher. And all the teacher says is like, you know what? You're going to be okay. You're going to figure this out. You're a good person. You're going to be okay. Right. Well, that's all they say. And then the kid comes home and says to the parents, yeah, uh, Dr. K said that I'm Dr. fine. Said, to, Dr. K said it's okay to be gay. Yeah, he said I'm fine to be who I am, which is gay. And then the you know the the parents flip out or whatever. Eventually, the kid has to live with his parents, so he's going to side with his parents. And the next thing you know, you've been like playing good and touch, also, bad touch. You know, someone's flashing a picture of Dr. Yeah. K saying that you're a groomer. It, all the and here's the fucking sick thing. In the end, is all this is going to lead to is some teacher getting killed. Yeah. By some nut job. Yeah. That's what it always leads to that. All these right wing bullshit stories, all the shit. Pizza, the pizza place. It yeah. led to a nut showing up with an AR-15 and he shot the windows. And yeah. he killed anybody, but he was a literal threat. Yeah. And he could have killed like, somebody. I was a I, I was legitimately a great teacher. I don't know if I'd want to teach today, you know. I mean, everyone's got a hey, don't be phone. modest. <laughs> Down, Everyone's buddy. got a cell phone. I mean, you'd be recorded all the time. It's not that difficult to oh, take God, out of context. Put, put you on fucking TikTok. Like that poor lady who did that Sacagawea. Uh, yeah. Uh, that was weird. That Sokotella thing. Yeah. God, I watched that. I, I like that oddly sucks. caught that in, in like real time on TikTok. I remember the woman who was concerned about it put it up there and she's like, look, I don't want anyone fired. I just want this to stop. And I was like, okay, I, I get that. This is kind of a bullshit thing that the teacher did or whatever. Teacher looked like she was 60 years old. She's probably been doing it for the last four years. I don't years think she was that old. She looked pretty young to me. Oh. But she was young. She's like my age. <laughs> yeah. But um, yeah, I don't know. I mean, like. It's like 30 years younger than me. Yeah. yeah. It's, it, I don't know. It, it is a weird. It'd be a weird time to be a teacher. You're just going to get less and, and all less all good teachers. People, yeah, like all these bullshit rules that they're putting in Florida, all that does is just make a teacher's job harder. And yeah. make it actually not even harder, impossible. Well, you don't even need like the, look, the laws make it impossible. You're right. You don't, even if you had perfectly good laws, perfectly good laws that supported kids and teachers and all this or that or whatever, you'd still have some kid with a cell phone 
who stirred shit up and then started filming. You right, know? but so, at least you don't have like the Florida legislator like completely true. working against you. You know what I mean? Like it's like these people's jobs are already hard enough as it is. Yeah. And now you have these nuts who have other agendas when it comes to education. Yeah. And and creating gay panic, homophobia, and all this shit. Like I said, I just think it's just going to lead to someone getting killed. That's all yeah. these things ever do. They always That's end up a like good point. The abortion doctor thing, Bill Riley, yeah, killer, killer, baby killer, every day. And then guess what? Some guy showed up and killed him. Yeah. Basically said of that he was a, a viewer of Fox News. Mm. Well, so, I mean, that's all this ever leads to. It's disgusting. And like these guys, like, do you do you sleep at night? Let's do it. And you know who should have a severance? Uh, ben Shapiro. Have a yeah. I bet he'd probably want. I bet he would try to kill himself. Yeah. If he if he was a severance, he would know deep down. He would know like right. how awful he was. And he, he literally would want to kill himself. Or he'd probably just be evil on the inside too. Yeah. <laughs> Even even more ghoulish, like Gollum or something. <laughs> uh, well, this is a weird segue, but the um, the state of Oklahoma kind of did a sneak abortion ban. Uh, yeah, that was kind of crazy. I mean, Oklahoma's not known for being a liberal bastion in any way, but I always figured that Oklahoma was just like one step above Texas. See, I always... Prior, prior to living here, I always considered Oklahoma to be just as conservative as any other state. Like, yeah, a, like a, probably. Maybe Tulsa just sticks out a little bit or something. Mm. I have no idea. I'm just saying they have medical marijuana, so I just figured they must have some progressive, but that doesn't mean shit. Libertarians smoke weed. Yeah, and they probably grow it there. I mean, it's probably like a cash crop or something. Yeah, so. probably. It's probably easy to harvest there. I have no idea. Well, I looked at the map before we came on and abortion is getting very difficult to obtain and here's here's the list of states where it's relatively easy to obtain an abortion and it's a weird mix it's it some of it makes perfect sense and some of it doesn't but the states with like almost no restrictions are oregon california alaska that doesn't shock me um, yeah, it, after you think about it, it doesn't necessarily shock you. Uh, Colorado, New Mexico, and then uh, New Jersey and um, Rhode Island. Hmm. And that's it. Like, oh, I'm sorry. Yeah, also, you think New York would fall on that, but. I, I'm also, uh, I take this back, New Hampshire and um, Vermont. I'm surprised Connecticut doesn't fall in there, Massachusetts. Yeah, there, there's a bunch of states. Like a Catholic church thing. Yeah, there's a bunch of states where they ban it after 24 weeks. And that includes a lot of liberal states like Washington. I mean, I never, that one I always was like, I mean, there has, I always say there has to be a medical, there has to be a fucking medical thing, like life of the mother. Yeah. Like going to come out and has like six heads or something. And it's going to drop that in two seconds anyway, or is dead on delivery to begin with. Yeah. Um, there has to always be a loophole for that, but I, I get the 24 a week thing. I, yeah. I get it. I get it. I'm, I'm like, that's always my like, uh, that point, you know? <laughs> well, currently that's Florida's like that. Um, currently now they're, they're probably going to change it. Nevada, uh, Arizona, that, that, that's like a, wasn't 24 week. That's third trimester, right? Yeah. Well, that used to be the, it used to be all States for that, frankly. 
you know, yeah. it used to be all states were about that. That was kind of the the byproduct. Yeah, of Colorado just signed in a thing saying that they just, yeah, the governor just signed it. Yeah. I think basically Colorado will be regardless of what the, now I know what you said, we had this talk previously. Yeah, yeah. If Supreme Court overturns Roe v. Wade, Colorado will not be affected by it. They, the state itself now. Right, right. You said if the, if the Republicans take over Congress, Senate, all that shit. Well, yeah, that's a different story. I yeah. Mean, but they would have to have like, oh no, they would just blow up the Senate and be like, all you need is 22 votes to get through things. Yeah. Well, <laughs> when a Democrat takes over, you need 82 votes. Yeah. <laughs> they that's all it. it is. I kind of saw what you were saying, like almost after we had stopped talking about it. I was like, yeah, I guess you're, you're right that if Roe versus Wade got overturned, all that means is that states could make their own rules. Yeah, but that's it's and that's that, and in that mm-hmm. instance, then of course Colorado could keep whatever law it has, and and Texas could. Yeah, keep again, though, not good, not good for the country as a whole. No. Same thing. No. They're going to try to do the same thing with gay marriage, where they, yeah, in the end of the day, they could overturn ogre Ogrefell, whatever the fuck the yeah, it's called the. Do you you want to look it up? Are you um. Yeah, uh, I think it overfell is what I'm, I'm yeah. in my head. Uh, they could overturn that, and states like 35 states in the country could be like, yeah, o- Obergfell versus Hodges. Yeah, like 35, 40 states could be like, yeah, we're still keeping it. Yeah, you know? I mean, it, but it's not, it's still not good. I mean, this is not good yeah. for the country. Well, it's really bad you because have, you should have laws that rights should be equal in each state like yeah. I mean, you could have varying degrees but like not in gay marriage shit like that that thing with tennessee is disgusting like well since you're heterosexual that's a super marriage <laughs> that's a marriage gold yeah. <laughs> like, fuck out of here it is it is a weird thing the, the, um it's so backwards it's like this it, it reminds me of like the conversation back in the bush years when they were talking about like civil unions yeah, which was just like a bullshit term. Like it gave gay people like very limited marriage rights. light. Yeah, but it was not anything. Like they still wouldn't be recognized by like insurance companies or anything yep. like that. Yeah, there was a lot of rights involved. Um, I mean, at the end of the day, people, you know, they try to use religious reasons for shit, or like that's a sin. Get the fuck out of you. You just don't want to pay insurance bills. You yeah, fuck. So that's really what it comes down to. It's yeah, all about yeah. fucking money. These scumbags will use Jesus and God as an excuse. They just don't want to. You know, it's like the same thing when like Obama was, uh, you know, president and they put in the ACA. And then like Hobby Lobby was like, yeah, we're not going to pay for birth control. Right. It's like you just don't want to pay for them. You 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 don't want to have to be. It has nothing to do with. Uh, I mean, you can claim it's some religious bullshit, but come on. The reality is, yeah. you just don't want to pay. It's like, you you, you know, Chick Fil A is closed on Sunday. Yeah, right. they don't have to pay time and a half in most states yeah. then because it's closed on Sunday. It, and it's a marketing term. I, I think a lot of these. I mean, come on. Most of the, these are religions that have like mega churches. Those things are size of stadiums. Yeah, they have. And they have like Starbucks in there. Get the yeah. fuck out of here! This isn't about religion. This is a fucking business. Well, it'll be it'll oh, be yeah. screwy. I mean, like I that uh, the the weird thing about the Oklahoma abortion ban is that apparently they passed that law like three years ago and could never do anything about it because 
at that time, the Supreme Court hadn't yet overturned parts of Roe versus Wade or whatever. And so... Wait, have they overturned parts yet? They, they, when they declined to hear the Planned Parenthood's case against Texas, that essentially overturned portions of it. They're they're like, no, Texas can do it. No, I agree. You're right. That's kind of an inartful way of saying it. They didn't overturn it per se, but... I guess they're getting the wink and the nudge to be like, yeah, we're going to put this through. Yeah. So what is the Oklahoma one? Ten weeks or something? Six weeks. That's, again, ridiculous. I mean, again, most women don't know they're pregnant until like ten weeks. So that, that had been passed a while ago. And they realized that the Republican in charge of the state realized like, hey, we don't even have to debate this or we passed this law like three years. We can just enact it now. So they just enacted it. They they went through all the necessary procedures earlier, you know, the votes and this, that and whatever. And bam, people just woke up in Oklahoma one day and there was a new law, you know. Um, It was just there waiting for it to happen. I just didn't. Yeah. And they said that that was going to happen once Texas's law got approved. Is that a lot of states would do this, waiting in anticipation of the Supreme Court eventually right, ruling and hope, on it. Hoping that there will be each state will produce some kind of lawsuit yeah. that will make the Supreme Court have to recognize it, and then they'll. Um, you know, it's just funny. Like everyone's like, you know, going back to the Supreme Court. Like everyone's like excited about this woman getting on the court, and, and it's great. I mean, it, I mean, good, bravo. But like, yeah. That doesn't solve the problem of the court. I mean, the only thing that we get is like, okay, great. We we made sure it's not a 7-2 court. Right. I mean, it's still a 6-3 court yeah. with the hope that Roberts bleeds. It's still a 5-4 court. I don't know. It's really I, a 6-3 court 90% of the time. I, I'll take the victories where I can get them. You kind of reset the clock on this justice You've got what looks to be a real bright, reliable, uh, you know, modern view of law in there. Um, Can she pick cases or how does it work? Yeah, it's weird. Like they they get assigned. I, I don't understand exactly how it works, but you're right. Like some they get assigned districts or whatever. So like some days Thomas gets to pick what courses are heard and other days she will get to pick what courses are being heard um oh but she, and it's so disgusting what they're doing it's talking of going back to like the whole groomer pedo thing yeah yeah they're trying to like stain her. right yeah they're saying she's soft on these things while they're okay with matt gates while they're okay with that guy john ross while they're okay with guys like trump and okay with yeah jordan, uh jim jordan it, it, it's ridiculous and i was talking to this one guy today on twitter he's like this guy I've done stuff with him like, yeah, yeah. in the past and everything like that. And he posted a thing about it and said that it's not going to gain traction. It's failed to town. And I said, it doesn't matter. I said, they live in their own right-wing bubble. Yeah, it, it they they, they want to stain her. They want to damage her rep. One, just because they want to ruin her. But two, as like some lame, like, well, you guys ruined Kavanaugh. I yeah. said, yeah, we didn't ruin him. It was there. Right. All that was there. You're just making up shit. You're exaggerating shit out of context and exaggerating it and putting a false pretense. And I said to him, I said to the guy, well, he said, like, you know, they'll try and do this. I said, yeah, but they live in their own bubble. And I said, these motherfuckers will bring it up for decades. I'm like, they still talk about Al Gore with the internet. Yeah, that's true. They talk about Bill Clinton still. 
they're gonna whatever bullshit. Nah, not every right wing thing sticks, but a lot of them do. Yeah, a lot of them do, and they plan on they will try to attach whatever they can to her name to besmirch her. Yeah. Well, I don't know. I think, yeah, I don't know what to say. I mean, that's that, that is very likely, but I like the pick. It looks like she's going to get confirmed. No, I think it's great. I'll take like the I win. said, I would like to have one or two more. Yeah, at least know? at least one more, preferably two. I would like one more so that you know when Jar Roberts decides to switch over, you know we can protect border. It's kind yeah. of pathetic that like, like it's really weird. How do you not say that one side or not? Like, how do you not say yeah. one side is just bad guys when you have people literally saying, "I don't care about protecting water." Well, it's funny they because Amy Coney Barrett, she said the other day, like, hey, we're not political. Just read our opinions and you'll understand it better. And then when they ruled on this Clean Water Act, none of them issued an opinion. They just voted and left. Because they have not. What are they going to say? Right. I like a little mercury. in my. I mean, who doesn't like mercury and water? I mean, yeah. who, who doesn't love the, the zippy... Uh, uh, tangy taste of lead in the water i mean come on it's a little spice of life you know well yeah you know i was like thinking about that you know they say they brings down iq points and then they talked about how covid brought down like yeah yeah covid potentially it it removed iq points from people man (laughs) like it's such a dumb country yeah (laughs) that guy in that one video that i just well yeah just that guy had covid seven times (laughs) brain is soup so speaking of brain is soup marjorie taylor green (laughs) well you have to have a brain first to have started screaming ashley babbitt's name today while they were while the adults really i didn't know about that yeah they were trying to like wrap up some sort of vote on holding a couple trump uh officials in contempt because they refused to show up for questions and as uh raskin was doing that um uh marjorie taylor green was shouting what about ashley babbitt and this was like she was just shouting it out yeah, and then she's something the else. And then Raskin stops and goes like, look, something about Marjorie Taylor. Oh, Russia collusion is the other thing she said. And he said, look, Marjorie, we know Marjorie Taylor Greene sides with Putin, and we know a lot of Republicans side with Putin. That's fine. You know, we do. Yeah, that's let her, fine. Let her speak up. Everyone needs to know that. Um, yeah, he said that? Yeah, yeah. It was like a good little clip. He um, said that? uh raskin uh i forget where he's from but um, okay that's fine i'll have to look that up yeah and uh on twitter they got it wrong they they called it like green hacker or something they they made it look like it was, he was responding to a different person but it was like green marjorie taylor green heckling uh is what the headline should have said well um, he she uh She's the reason why Ashley Babbitt's dead. Yeah, yeah, honestly. Like, I mean, like, she's dead because of you, moron. She's dead because of Trump. I, I, Raskin, like, held it together and was dignified <clears throat> in addressing it. I would have oh, just been like, I would have looked over to Kevin McCarthy or whatever and said, get your fucking circus clowns well, in order. Why, uh, you know, like, okay, why is why she yelling you know, while I'm talking? Why does Pelosi tolerate this shit? Because 
remember when that one guy showed up <laughs> with a hoodie because of the whole trade yeah. of mine, his black congressman? Paul Ryan, yeah, no problem kicking him out. Yeah. He was I, the head of Congress. He kicked him out. He used his power and said, it's inappropriate. Get out. Yeah. But she, Nancy Pelosi, just lets, like, Matt Gates walk around with a gas mask. I mean, like, it's not even, like, it's just stupid. Yeah. I mean, I honestly, I don't know. Like, I, I agree. I, Nancy Pelosi should have. Nancy Pelosi sucks. Yeah, sorry. kicked her out or sent. I don't know. Um, yeah, like, no, I'm sorry. Like, there's a precedent that needs to be set. It'd be like, you know, she could just say, listen, you know what, one, you shouldn't be screaming out when other people are talking. Yeah. The fact that I have to tell you that, talk to you like you're a child, is embarrassing. Right. Call her to the mat. You embarrass, you embarrass your state. You're <clears throat> a representative of the state. And you're acting like a child. Like, why don't we get a child in there? They probably would be more respectful and would actually wait their turn. Yeah. It's, it's and, just... Like, I'm rough. sorry, I think this is a fit. This is where I bring up and say, now, all this shit that goes on in the house, I blame Nancy Pelosi. No, I don't blame her for uh, their conduct. I blame it sure. for there's a precedent that needs to be set. And this is basic fucking, this basic composure and shit like that that needs to be conducted. We know Kevin McCarthy doesn't give a fuck. Yeah. The only care, the only time he ever got upset was when. Uh, Mass and Cartman talked about the GOP fuck party. Right. Yeah. That was the only time Car- that was the only time McCarthy ever got upset. He didn't give a fuck about any of that stuff. He's not right. gonna it, or you know threaten or how about this? Have a closed door session with Ken McCarthy and threaten to castrate him. Yeah. <laughs> you know, like like yeah, the balls cut off. Well, literally. <clears throat> later this evening, and you had brought this up. <laughs> Marjorie Taylor Greene. Politics uh, would be a little different. Yeah. Well, you see, um, wait, hold on. You see Kevin McCarthy come out of the office and he's wearing a band, like he's still wearing a suit, but he's wearing a bandage on his crotch. Oh, like, uh, plus like one of those uh, cones. But so like, just... yeah, he has a dog cone. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you like, like, this is a sourpuss on his face. <laughs> well, <laughs> yeah. That'd be um, interesting. That would, that would make politics more interesting. I guess Jimmy Kimmel said of Marjorie Taylor Greene, like, where's Will Smith when you need him? And Marjorie Taylor Greene, who spent months hounding a child who had been harassing AOC, nearly harassing the shit out of her, going to her office, threatening her. Who had been on Twitter calling all these politicians pedophiles and stuff she uh didn't like that joke so she filed a report with the capitol hill police <laughs> amazing but when you said something about the capitol hill police are probably like we don't give a fuck about you i don't i can't i mean i don't even know like i mean i guess they, had, to begin with they probably just have to report it they said like okay marjorie and they took a right. talk and nothing will come out of it jimmy kimmel's that's hysterical. That That's woman, crazy. That woman, first of all, she is the most powerless congressperson right now. She can't participate in any committee no. because she got kicked out. She's just one vote in the what? What is it? How many? 510? How many it's like 530 something, yeah. Like, she's one fucking vote. She's useless. She can't really bring anything to her fucking district. No. She's I mean, that should be a talking point of getting rid of her altogether. It's like, I mean, the only thing that can happen is like what Kevin McCarthy gets in charge and then he gives her, he lifts her, I don't know, 
committee ban or something. You know, she'll if, the, if, he'll, if she gets if reelected, he does, he'll put her in charge. She'll be like the new chairperson for like education oversight. Oh or yeah, something. yeah, you yeah. Know? Oh, totally. They'll put the worst person. You know, it's funny actually. One of the worst things about moving to Colorado, I just hmm. realized, is that I get once in a while now on Twitter, I'll get like Lauren Bobert. Oh yeah. Questions. I mean, I've, it's possible too that I just because I write on her yeah yeah or not, or whatever uh that's probably why but i thought that was kind of funny yeah oh my god you want some that woman's a fucking idiot she she's dumb as a stick i, I mean, think, like i think marjorie green is not as dumb as you think i think she's a just a disgusting yeah i agree i agree i think i mean I, i'm not saying she's a genius i but Mar- lauren bober is just a vapid duller yeah. idiot I think Marjorie and Taylor Greene is probably what? of. I think Marjorie Taylor Greene is probably of average intelligence. I think she's just a gut, disgusting and, a, and awful and very very terrible. I think Lauren Boebert is like well, she's awful and stupid too, but she is definitely the dumber out of the two of them. Yeah, like, but if like, she is. If Marjorie Taylor Greene is the kid with the coonskin hat in Christmas Story, yeah, with the tiger eyes, the bully, yeah. Lauren Bobert is the shitty friend of the bully. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah that shitty friend. Yeah, like, yeah. Hey, get a boy. Like, that's Lauren Bobert. She's just a shitty little person. She's like a wanna, like a wannabe act. You can tell that yep. like, like a failed theater kid. Yeah. And oh God. Like, I hope I, I mean, I would love to see Marcia Telegreen gone, but I would hope. Lauren Bobert is gone, not just because it's, I live in the state. Again, doesn't affect well, me at all. She's not in my district. No, no. She she covers like a large part of Western Colorado, though. Yeah, there's like, like ten people that live there. It is, but it's like Mostly half the state. Goats and uh, yeah, or elk. Mm-hmm. Um, like I said, she's just for the entire country and all of Congress. She's awful. Yeah, and it would yeah. be good to have not have like it would be good to have one less of those idiots. Oh yeah. Those like that bleed off of the Trump like massive court on right. like oh. that guy sucks. He's terrible. Um yeah, it's it's mostly like Bobert gets Marjorie Taylor Green and Cawthorn. Yeah, you know, Marjorie Taylor Green's saying all kinds of crazy shit too, like you know, going back to She's yeah. basically saying all oh, the Democrats are pedos. I mean, it's like, again, she's just going to get somebody killed. Yeah. That's, yeah. that's the end results of everything. It's just some nut shows up with a gun. All right. Well, speaking uh, of our last topic. Uh, speaking of a nut with a gun. Kyle, uh, uh, murder pig. Mur- it's murder hog. Oh, that's right. You keep saying murder pig. <laughs> like, I always see him. I'm always like, talk. <laughs> it's a hog, he, not a pig. He, um. He was angry about Hunter Biden's laptop or something. He was like, uh, I mean, the grift was, you know what? Like, it was really bad in the beginning when he got away with it. And he was, like, showing up a Tucker and all the right-wing media. Yeah. Did this whole tour. And I think he knows that it's starting to wane. I wonder if he's, yep. like, sitting around and, like, listen, can I kill someone else? Right. <laughs> he's talking to his, his team. It's like, listen, I don't know what we got to do here. Scanning I mean, Twitter for protests. We're running Scan- out of steam right now. Like, do you think I could get away with it again? I guarantee you that conversation. And yeah. they're like, oh, Kyle, you're so funny. And he's like, 
uh, yeah funny i don't know I, this, is all, this is what i do you know it's like when you when you when you hire a a, a balloon animal guy <laughs> to a kid's party he's gonna make yeah, balloon it's good, that's what he's gonna do you yeah. hired me a guy who kills people i don't this is my craft yeah. i don't uh, have anything else to offer well it is strange i don't know it's, it's weird to see him like morph into a political commentator like like i don't even know how this is a great i I mean i guess he he got acquitted so he doesn't care but like his whole shtick was like i'm just a a country boy who was there to protect my community yeah go ahead and then he's now his new story is that he's like a far right wing political guy you know i mean he's just pushing the same right-wing talking points all these other guys are but he's like 18 and he has not like no accomplishments you know except killing people yeah that's it getting away with it Kyle Rittenhouse the Illinois team who beat homicide charges wait he's Illinois I thought he was Wisconsin Oh no, he no, went to he, Wisconsin to right. kill people. Yeah. yeah. I'm surprised he hasn't been charged in Illinois. I'm surprised too that there hasn't been federal charges. I cannot yeah. believe there hasn't been federal charges, and I cannot believe that that guy who's alive thing at least is not going after a mom. Yeah. What do they call that? Like civil suit. Or, or the family. That has yeah. to happen. I listen, the OJ thing, the OJ civil suit, it didn't happen right away. It was like That's a year true. later. Yeah. And they ended up getting a lot of money out of him. Yeah. So I think this little kid has to fucking know that he's got so i'm sorry every time this motherfucker talks about any kind of money-making venture any of that shit yeah. that fucking any of the, vi- the victims family should be like yep where's my fucking lawyer they're mm. probably you know waiting uh kyle rittenhouse the illinois teen who beat homicide charges said to killing two people during unrest kenosha in summer 2020 is slammed president biden for turning a blind eye to his son Hunter's business dealings. Right. <laughs> he wrote, let me get this great. That's how he talks. <laughs> Joe Biden, okay. Joe Biden can turn a blind eye to misconduct of his own son, but defames me <laughs> for defending myself. The 19-year-old tweeted Tuesday. <laughs> the fuck? The more I read, the more I shake my head. Oh, God. This, you know, this Hunter, <laughs> I, a guy sh- murdered people right. it reminds me of uh, that episode of uh shit what was that talk show back in the 90s it wasn't donnie it was that woman it wasn't Oprah. sally jesse raphael, sally jesse raphael had guar oh and, uh the uh, mentors on okay and the whole thing the guar's shtick you know right yeah battle lords from space and right blood everywhere and the mentors shtick was like they were pro-rape or something i don't oh, know uh, well, i never got into them i know there was some weird shit i'm sure most of, sure it was a goof yeah right i don't know weird goof to have but yeah one of the one of the best part in tv history is this clip of the guy with the chainsaw arm yeah yeah who are saying to the singer of of the mentors we may be intergalactical warriors that kill people or something like that but you're into rape and that's wrong <laughs> it's kind of like Kyle Rittenhouse with the whole like I may have murdered people right however you have this laptop you sir are a bad man yeah 
I I don't know how much time Rittenhouse has left on the fame circuit. Uh, my advice to him would be to like, I don't know, fuck off. Yeah, go away. <laughs> Just get the fuck out of here. Like, go away before you you're. And I'm not saying like something's gonna have violence. Gonna happen. Yeah, I right. mean like shit's gonna a certain type of shit's gonna happen to him financially. Uh, whatever reputation yeah. he thinks he has, whatever. Yeah. And the more he talks, now, the more of a target he becomes for more, like lawsuits and stuff like that. I just think like I know these people are like, oh, he'll run for Congress. Yeah, I mean, I could see that, but he's got six years so he could do that, and I just sure. don't think that this guy has. There will be someone worse by that. Be some with like. They're gonna run a a rich well, rich kid like Madison Cawthorn. They're not gonna run you, you little fucking right toad. dirt dirt pig from like some shithole. Like they don't give yeah. a fuck about you. They are they used you. They used you. Yep. They 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 owned the libs. They got one over the libs. Mm. Now you're at some point. Who's gonna give a fuck about yeah. him? And he's That's gonna be true. stupid, and he's gonna regret it. Like just ridiculous because you think murdering people and would be something you would regret. Yeah. And I don't he doesn't think he doesn't think he said it. No. I defended myself. He he has no remorse nope. for killing no. those people. Oh. Doesn't never no um not one uh, uh thought. No psychopath. No. An absolute psychopath. Now I want to see if I can find that clip. Guar mentors. <laughs> Sally. Definitely. Yeah, that'd be that'd be a good one to, to close out the written house discussion. I find it. It, <laughs> it is like possibly one of the funniest videos. Back when TV used to be good. Oh yeah. Um Guar. Guar with the mentors. Guar with the mentors talk show. <laughs> Oh, I guess it was it Jerry Springer. Oh, okay, that makes sense. Maybe yeah, Jerry Springer. Oh, jeez, jeez, jeez! No, 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 go away, Dad. <laughs> Dude, this this new phone, the freaking oh yeah, the speaker's like ten times louder yeah. than my last one. It's it's a noticeable upgrade, I'm sure. Got to be careful what video you're watching. <laughs> I don't know why I say that, but let's see if I can find it. Impact of inflation on the world bond market. <laughs> well, welcome to the show. Uh, what? I don't. For this whole rape thing, you just start talking about us. Okay, you're not in that. Oh, uh, yeah, here we go. Here we go. Great. And comedy inside. We have just been talking with the mentors. <laughs> or at least the lead guy in the mentors. El Duce. Rest in peace. He knew the secrets about Kirk Oh, Bain. yeah. yeah. That's the lead singer of Glory. Yeah. He passed away years ago. Uh, Odorous Among Us, I think. Right, right. right. No R.I.P. What you say? Oh, well. Well, <laughs> there is some violence. It's not really a message, though. It's more like a massage. <laughs> a violent massage. Wait, let's see if I can. Come on. Like Where's this clip? Are you worried that the people that come to your concert can get carried away and do things you on a stretcher? On a stretcher. 
how do you think in your entertainment, okay, in your production, your show, uh, how do you think a women are viewed? In your view? Yes. In our show? Yes. At the highest regard. <laughs> I am. This is Are we okay to play this? Oh, sure. The ground I walk upon. And then she'll walk upon them. Exactly. Okay. Or I'll put him in their place. That's right. She's covered in spikes. Yeah. Yeah. She's for context. Uh, I. I've never been to one of your concerts. I admit that. Okay, I'll come on. I just got to find this show. <laughs> Before I cast my judgment, I wanted to go oh. to see your show. These silly costumes. Side of the galaxy. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Side of the galaxy. Okay. You can look at us. And okay, this is good. good. The guy with the chainsaw arm. He literally has a giant <laughs> chainsaw arm. I don't know how, what instrument he plays. This is it. This is the best part. One point I'd like to make. Yeah, I'm not with El Juche. You know, I don't believe all that stuff he said. You know, I don't believe it. This is a serious guy. He's got a yeah. giant chainsaw for an arm. You look at us and tell that we are for real. <laughs> I flew from the other side of the galaxy to get here. I've only been on this planet for about five years fighting against Quar. <laughs> Oh, he's the villain. What we do is real. Wait, you say for real, but the blood on your show is fake. You had to have this job. This has to be it. This has to be the part. I'll give you real. Unless there's some Mandela effect. Yeah, you may may not be remembering this right. It's not real. At least. It can be music. It can be theater. I really enjoy it as entertainment myself, but... It's not, it's not real. Well, I may have a lot of fans, including this 14-year-old boy, but his mother isn't one of them. We're going to meet them next. Stay with us. Oh, come on. No. Uh, Where's the clip? The guy? Hold on. This has got to be it. I the concert clips they showed on the thing that just everyone just saw. Oh, come on. This is, I, I'm very upset by this. <laughs> I have to find it. We're not, I will find it. This is very important. You're not going. You're not leaving. You can't go, can't go to bed. No, come on. Yeah. You know what? Let's just say it happened. <laughs> I know it happened. It happened. I'm not, we're not gonna, like I said, you ever heard about the whole man? I mean, you obviously we've talked about the man. Yeah, yeah. I saw some, there's all these like stupid TikTok, like conspiracy things. Right, right. Not like dumb shit, like fucking queuing on that crap or any of that garbage, but like, you know, back when conspiracies were kind of fun. This one guy had a theory that said that we all died, the entire world died in 2012, and that we're actually dead. Yeah. And that we're all living in a, you know, when they say you're dying, you could, yeah, like, yeah. There's a theory that you can live like a ton of hours in your yeah, mind yeah. or live like a hundred years in your mind. Right. And he said that because we're all dead, everything's kind of synchronizing. And that's why this thing called like the Mandela effect where we thought things were oh okay thing but they're not this thing because our minds are actually like like we're all like kind of syncing up because we're all dead and I was like oh man that gave me a that was a good positive (laughs) good theory yeah yeah oh it's a great theory (laughs) you know like I was like, and I always love those conspiracy they were here like they always have like that some the music on it on TikTok we're like whoa yeah, 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 yeah. Or whatever. <laughs> they all show like some creepy photo. Right. 
people on the comments would be like, the fuck out of here. <laughs> but I thought that was an interesting theory. Plays yeah. into the whole Mandela effect. I think it's just called people are dumb. Don't mm. pay attention. I know for a fact where people thought there was a movie called Shazam starring um, Sinbad because yeah. he started in a movie in the same year as Kazam called The Babysitter. Right. With Phil Hartman, where he where he was like a guy who gets stuck and he has to babysit these kids. Yeah. <laughs> and people mixed those two because right. one guy pointed out said there's some racism behind Mandela. Yeah, a little bit, yeah. Sure. <laughs> <laughs> and just people are dumb. All right. Well, or or no, the real theory, we're dead. We're all yeah. dead and we're just all as just plausible. Kind of just as plausible. Yeah. No. Just as plausible as anyone says. But like I say all the time. We may be into intergalactical <laughs> war. Sure. Yeah. We're not into rape. That's because that's no, wrong. That is wrong. <laughs> you know that clip exists somewhere. You know what? I'm going to try to find it. I'll save it for the next podcast. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. Or I'll probably just forget about this two seconds later after we. Well, we'll do yeah. that. We'll we'll tackle that. We'll ta- we'll be able to talk about uh, season yeah, uh, finale of uh, Severance. And we'll see if my theory is correct. Yeah. It'll be a good one. Well, I mean, it's gonna be like something totally different. <laughs> yeah, I, I do. I believe it. I think she's a higher. She's a higher up. That's what. Yeah, saying. I believe that. I believe that. And she knows how the sausage is made because she's having a crisis of conscience. She just doesn't know it because right, it's, it's her innie. Yeah, inner self <laughs> conscience. All right. On that, and we'll also find. Hopefully, we find out something about the wife. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That's, yeah. A, that's, a, that's a huge. Yeah. All right, well, on that note, oh, and I guess we'll find out Moon Knight if uh, he, uh, I don't know. I don't yeah, know we'll we'll find out more stuff on Moon Knight. Yeah, you know. Yeah. I'm still curious. Who Who is the, who's the real Moon? Like, who's yeah. the real guy? Who's the, right, right. the prime? They call it like, yeah, prime, prime yeah. primary personality, the, the, the original. Right. I still think it's Mark, but. Yeah. All right, well, on that note, I'm Rob Israel. I'm Joseph K. And you still going on about that? Thank you for listening to You Still Going On About That. Um, please like, comment, share. And if you haven't done already, please follow us on Instagram, YSGOAT, Facebook, YSGOAT, and Twitter, YSGOAT. Thank you, and have a great day.